0: Because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Cutie the Bomb met her at a beauty salon with a baby Louis Vuitton under her underarm. Said I could tell you rock, I could tell by your charm. as girls, you got a flock. I could tell by your charm and your arm, but I'm looking for the one. Have you seen her? My psychic told me she'll have an ass like Serena, Trina, Gina for Lopez, four kids, and I gotta take all they bad asses to show biz. Okay, get your kids. Hop but but then they got their friends. Put up in the bins, they all got up in. We all went to den, and then I had to pay. If you fucking this girl, then you' better be paid. huh? Hey, welcome to the blackout test podcast with your host Rod and Karen and it's Monday, 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 Monday. Return to Gotham for people that are up to date.
0: Mm, I'm not, but yes,
1: but <laughs> it is the return. It's the return um and uh it's just a solo show me and karen so we don't have to do too much intro and shit for you Mm-mm. um no interview and stuff we can get right to the news and the latest events but uh first of all karen did you bring any bugs in here with you i just want you to check everything before uh, we start no. the show
0: today today been a rough day y'all i I went walking and I don't know if it's just a down south thing. I don't know. I found that they call canker, worm, canker worms or whatever the fuck they call them. Mm-hmm. I call them little green worms. The fuckers been everywhere with all the pollen and shit. They, I don't know if they make their own silk or they're hanging by spider whales, but them fuckers is like in the wind. They just blowing and they every, they're every fucking where, And they're small and they're light. So most of the time you don't see them. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, we had went walking. I seen them hanging, but I tried my best to avoid them. I didn't realize that one decided to hitch a ride on my coat, and I didn't realize it. But, you know, I shook myself off, but apparently he was somewhere I didn't see. So, uh, I didn't realize this, but I went on into work, went paying no attention, and I felt something on my neck, and I thought, well, maybe, you know, something's going on when I went to go swing. That fucker was on my neck, and I had to remember I was at work, because I ain't want to fucking go in a flat panic. So I just started... Swinging at my neck all crazy, looking all crazy, and the office just swinging at my neck.
1: Yeah, um, they're called inchworms, is what how I grew up um, with them. Uh, they aren't worms at all, but caterpillars who have legs at both ends of their bodies and none in the middle. This makes them look odd when they move, shifting first one end and then the other, which has the effect of making them arch their bodies as they go. That's why they do that little scoot thing. Yes. Uh, Some people think that they look a lot like measuring tape, and that's how they got the nickname, inchworm. In fact, another name for these small caterpillars is measuring worms. Uh, They start off in life as eggs, spend the winter attached to the underside of leaves. They hatch early in the spring, and as soon as the tiny inchworms emerge, they begin eating. The inchworm has a skin that can grow with it, so it needs to shed the old skin when it's too small. They will molt several times during this stage, when they develop enough, inchworms get a hard shell around them called pupae. Pupae, uh, they protect them while they transform into uh, adult geoma- ge- geom- geomet geometer moths. That's what they call geometer moths. All right, uh, they eat the same. They don't all eat the same foods, which is too, which isn't too surprising since they come from a family of thirty-five thousand different species in the world. Goddamn. Around 1,400 types of geometer moths live in North America. Um, Mostly they eat leaves and fruit. Uh, One inchworm doesn't eat much but they can cause real problems when they get together in large groups. A hungry bunch of inchworms can seriously damage trees and bushes such as apple, mulberry, blueberry, pine, and fir. Uh, They also devour the leaves of most garden plants. If they get a chance,
0: is is that why uh, some of the like historical trees they have them big ass green bands? No, today?
1: that's for those beetles. Oh, that, uh, okay. I don't it, know if you remember those beetles.
0: Okay, because they trap something. I think they say they, they put, don't trap
1: them. The, they the beetles crawl on them and die. It's just it's, uh,
0: oh,
1: yeah. Um, some inchworms can spin silk similar to what a spider makes. Yeah. Uh, when danger approaches, they quickly drop. They quickly drop from the leaves they are feeding on and hang from the end of a silken strand the silk is soft at first but gets hard after a while once danger passes the inchworm can climb back up to the leaves and go to, go on to eating so like birds and shit all
0: right that's true and it's, it's just one of those things where they so light like most of the time if you if it's not a whole bunch of them you literally can pass by and not see them but if it's a bunch of them all of a sudden you walk in and all of a sudden you see all these just green shits just floating and flying in the air like wind and it messed me up when I went in my work because most of the time I try to, you know, shake them off of me. If I, cause most of the time this is the first time I've ever really had any on me. But I've seen coworkers, but they've came back in from a walk. They've had them in their hair. They've had them all over their body. Cause they just they're so soft that you don't even realize that they're on your your especially especially a surface that's not directly connected to your skin. And I I like I said I try not to panic. So I swatted them. Then I couldn't find them. So I was like, okay, it, it might be cool. And then, you know, everything was cool for the rest of the day. I went to lunch, came back and was on my way back into work and for some reason, um, the man was out there cutting grass and the bug decided to fly my mouth. I was like, "Fuck, what is what the hell is going on today?" And then um uh, when I get back to my desk, uh the inchworm decided he not finished with me. And so I was uh just going on uh working on the Excel spreadsheet. And I felt something crawling on my hand. I looked down. I don't know how this fucker got on my keyboard and up my finger. And I looked. I was like, oh, fuck. This supposed to be all brown. I see green. We got problems. And then I flung him off and couldn't find him. I told my cue. I said, hey, I'm going to let you know right now I'm about to tear this fucker up because he got to die today. I found him and killed him.
1: Um, They eat at night, mostly time. Many of them eat only at night. Coming out to feed when fewer predators are around. The darkness also makes it more difficult for predators to find them. Some kinds of inchworms take their chances in the daytimes, but they usually have other ways to keep themselves safe. Um, let's see, inchworm lore: an old myth from Kentucky makes reference to the way an inchworm moves, as if it's taking measurements. Legend has it that if an inchworm crawls on you, he's measuring you for your coffin. Oh Lord! The truth is he's probably just looking for something to eat.
0: Right, and I'm not edible. I'm sorry, I'm not a tree or a fruit
1: yeah that's crazy i wonder what kind of mouth they grow into i I don't oh okay i've seen these um i'll put this in the chat so people can see what they look like when they grow up see these all the time down here um i don't know if they have them everywhere but oh
0: yeah i see those
1: now like that they're beautiful but not them little green fuckers yeah so the inchworm turns into turns into that um so yeah. There you go. That's just a science lesson for the day, Karen. Uh, they're just looking for some leaves to eat. Uh, they um, don't bite people and shit.
0: I, I, I understand that uh, they probably won't bite me or harm me, but it's just for the fact that you own me, so we got problems. You stay away from me, I'll stay away from you. That's my rule with bugs. But you come my to t- into my circumference, like, like you're coming in the house, you on my property, I will fuck you up, bug.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a game once they decide to come in with you.
0: Right, right, because, put like this, you hit shocked on me. I didn't ride on you. You You decided I'm I'm going to take a ride with you in the building, and once we got in the building, we, we, we was in my property, son. Uh, <laughs> you
1: sound like a racist old white man. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I agree. Hashtag um, anti-bugs. Fuck your breath. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, the, um... The show is The Blackout Tips. You can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Just search The Blackout Tips. We'll come up. Leave us five-star reviews. If we like them, we'll read them on the air. Uh, You can also listen to the show live on Spreecast.com. Just go in there. Check out the live show. Also, when we go live, the first page of the BlackoutTips.com has us uh, there as well. Um, All we ask is if you're in the Game of Thrones, don't spoil shit. Don't even joke about it. Don't come in pretending that you're going to spoil shit. Uh, Mm -hmm. You will be banned. Alright.
0: Yep, this is this is not a game. We yeah. know we know that they're leaked. Don't tell us about the link. Don't send me no don't send me no link to the link. I dunno. Yeah.
1: Well, I don't know what about y'all make at this point people don't get. Uh is it's becoming annoying. But there's a few things I like to cover right now so that we don't have to go through it again, hopefully. Right. The first thing I like to say is yes, we're covering Game of Thrones. Don't we fucking always? Yes, we do. Like, come on, man. At this point, that's annoying. And uh, it's, 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 you know, and, and it's kind of insulting. Uh, secondly, um, we don't want the leaked episodes. We don't mm-hmm. want to be ahead. We prefer to be right on time with the show. Mm-hmm. We like to watch live. We like to live tweet it. Right. Uh, we don't mind waiting a week. Okay. Mm-hmm. This isn't, we're not trying to binge watch it. Uh, we're not trying to be right about everything we're just trying to enjoy the show and let the fans enjoy it through us and enjoy it with the fans All right you know if you're reading the books we don't really care to know what happens if you're not reading the books and you've read you you list you watched the um bootlegged episodes we don't want to know that shit either mm-hmm. we're fine
0: yes we are um
1: if you come in a chat room talking about you watch the leaked episodes or you wanna talk about them or you're hinting towards like you might be spoiled, you getting banned. (laughs) Immediately Uh, at the chat room. It is not a game. Yeah, I had to ban somebody when I started the show today because they came in and was like, them leaks was on fleek. And I was just like, man, are you about to spoil this shit, man? Because really it's not, you know, it's not funny. And it was some dude that I'd never seen in the chat before, didn't even have an avatar, you know, just, you know, I think it went by just like Poncho or some shit, right? No, probably Howard. So I just banned him because fuck it. It's not worth it man it's mm-hmm. really not worth it so just can you please keep the shit to yourself if you want to spoil shit because uh i don't, I don't really want to deal with it you know right cause keep the, it to yourself because
0: the thing is it's fun and i like the enjoyment i like to for the ride i like to be surprised i like to uh, make uneducated guesses i enjoy being wrong at times that's just a part of the process and in addition to that don't at me or tag me in anything like on facebook yeah. or twitter don't don't include me in anything because i will block you it like when i say it's not a game it is really not a game y'all like we're not joking about that i want to have a pure enjoyment of the game of watching the show
1: yeah man so yeah save me for your tweets about it and all that shit um and, and stay, save your paranoia. We're going to cover the fucking show. Yes, we are. And we're going to do it the way that we always do it. We'll f- you're listening to us because you think that we do a good job of it. We're going to just drop the ball now? Come on, man. So, uh yeah, man, let, don't be annoying. That's that's mm-hmm. the, the word for the day. Yeah, it, and, yes, I've been sent the Ken Peele video a hundred times. I, like it, Yes, I've seen it. If If it's about Game of Thrones, I have already seen it. And I either I chose to not look at it, or I said I went okay, that's cool. But you know, or maybe I'm even saving it for another day on the show. But I, I've seen it, guys. Is and it's not any individual person that I'm trying to call out. It's just oh, collectively. No, it's right. Collectively, I think everyone is like, I'm gonna be the one to tell them. I already know. I already know, guys. It's my job to know. So I'm on top of it. You know, if if, if I miss something, we'll just all be surprised together and (laughs) it'll be fun. We sure will.
0: Yeah. I I don't mind having fun. I don't mind enjoying it. I just, when I watch shows, I enjoy just watching it
1: out of pure um, enjoyment. All right. Did did we already say official weapon and stuff? It's the taser. An unofficial sport. It's bullet ball. A bullet ball extreme. Mm -hmm. Today's podcast is brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Go to tweakedaudio.com and you can get yourself a nice pair of headphones um and these aren't just any old headphones man they go in your ears they got some other models too um but uh you know the ones i use are the inner ear kind karen listens to some tweaked audios uh we do she does a show in hers um uh one pair that we got so um and i
0: like them and they nice i ain't told these up yet i the other ones my other ones my other inner ear ones we actually had to use the return policy and let you guys know return policy is like the best thing ever it's it's, it's great it's quick it, it don't get you no know, hassle, they don't get you no know, problems, you just email them, they send you all information that you need, so when they are uh, like a uh, lifetime warranty, it really is, it's worth every dime, guys.
1: Yeah, and um, what I like too about them is uh, it's high quality, you get a discount when you use our code TBGWT 33% off, you get free shipping and you get a lifetime guarantee that is no hassle, they have great customer service, I see people on all the time on social media complaining about different customer service that they're dealing with. Time mm-hmm. wanted this, that and other. When you like customer service that's actually on your side that, you know, wants the customer to be happy. Well, that's what you need to do, man. So, um make sure you guys go to tweakaudio.com, put in code TBGWT and uh get your discounts, get your free shipping and get your lifetime guarantee, man. Um all right let's uh get into the show there's a bunch of stuff that's happening uh we haven't done this in a while but uh, i think we need to do uh the cosby show uh because uh, i said
0: he never go away he just fade in the background but he always been there
1: yeah wow what is this in spanish Some good sexual assault music right there. Ha <laughs> ha! Made me want to put my hands all on her. Um, Chelsea Handler said that she was nearly another Bill Cosby victim. Oh shit. Uh Chelsea Handler, who's uh, is the star of Chelsea lately, um, and I think I think she might be doing a Netflix next or something like that. Okay. Um she says uh the dozens of sexual assault accusations against Bill Cosby don't surprise her because she herself was nearly Cosby a decade ago. She told Esquire the close call happened one afternoon at an Atlantic City hotel when Cosby tried to arrange a meeting in his room. A lot of meetings going on in his hotel room, huh? Right. Man, there's a lot of business in the hotel. <laughs> oh, man, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> hey, man, I would like to talk to you. Okay, cool. You want to set something up? We can meet at the studio. No, 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 no come on tomorrow and uh we can uh, take care of this business yeah he's like come on in the room Mm-hmm. and he got that protection because society is so sexist that the assumption is if a woman goes to a man's room well obviously she knew what was gonna happen right so it's got that extra level of like okay let's say you do um have a problem with this um it's gonna be why did you go right people are gonna be like well you say it was rape but why did you go to bill Cosby's room at 10 o'clock at night it's like well he fucking told me to for business
0: right and well, people, oh yeah right yeah right people do business all times of day all times of night and every time you're a woman and you walk through the fucking threshold of a hotel room it don't mean you're gonna
1: fuck right oh man eat too um so she says um uh, uh, it happened uh when he asked for that meeting in the room, someone from the hotel came down and said, oh, you know, Mr. Kazi would really like to meet you up in this hotel suite. And I thought, that's really weird, she said. Fortunately, she had the foresight to bring her film crew along with her that she was working with, which cut off the possibility that Cozy might try anything. Right. I brought them up with me to his room, and thank God I did, because now I know what would have happened if I went up there alone.
2: I believe her.
1: A smart call, but not necessarily an obvious one ten 10 years ago. This would have taken place around the time of Kazi's first two accusers that come forward in 2004 and 2005, but well before the 30 other women revealed the erstwhile Cliff Huxtable's alleged penchant for drugging drinks and forcing himself on victims. Handler says she'd forgotten all about the incident until one of the guys who was with her that day reminded her what happened. He said, "Hello, you could have been one of his victims if we weren't there." And I went, "Oh my gosh, yeah." So yeah, he's guilty. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, can you blame her for saying that? Cause she, like you say, it's after the fact, and she didn't even think about it. And probably because the other people was there, it was probably one of them things. once she got there, I bet you, uh, once she got there, I bet you it was abruptly ended, or he probably made everybody leave the room. Like, like I want to hear, like, how did he respond? Not trying to be funny. Once she rolled in there with you know five or six people, was his response still the same? And all of a sudden, did he quote unquote still want to see her?
1: Right? Did he try to offer everybody some cappuccino? Right. <laughs> or
0: was he like, "All right, bitch, you got to go. I'll talk to you later." Like, right. I, I promise you that beat the ended abruptly, and she probably didn't think nothing about it. But, you know, because he's a busy man, yada yada yada. He probably, like, oh, I got something else to do, or he may have played it off with, "Oh, I'm about to leave," or you know, you took too long, or something like that. But I can guarantee you, if she hadn't rolled up there with that, with that, with that crew,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, he probably was like, "Oh no no, I don't need all these cameras. I just wanted to uh, talk right. to you." It's like, well, I thought you wanted to talk about business. Oh, uh, you can wait.
0: I, I guarantee, and he probably never contacted her again. I guarantee you never talked to her again or anything like that.
1: Appearing at Baltimore's Baltimore's Model Center for the Performing Arts, comedian Bill Cosby followed the removal of a heckler, accusing him of rape, with an anecdote about sin. Jesus would give you a little wiggle room. The former television star has continued to stand up comedy tour despite accusations of doping and sexually assaulting women. With two more women coming forward, levelling accusations at the comedian on Friday bringing the total to over three dozen. According to the Baltimore Sun, Cosby fans were greeted outside the Performing Arts Center on Friday night by protesters organized by the advocacy group SlutWalk Baltimore, holding signs and demonstrating against a man that they described as a serial rapist. Cosby, who entered the half-full hall to a loud ovation, was ten minutes into his routine when a man stood up and heckled him, uh, after he quieted the crowd down he said I'm going to handle this way the way I want it handled we're going to remain calm we don't need to yell and argue we're going to let the person talk until the usher finds him and politely and quietly gets him to leave uh, five minutes after the usher scored the man out the comedian launched into his unusual tale explaining how he first came to understand, understand to sin after stealing a quarter from a church collection play explaining that he preferred dealing with Jesus Christ rather than a less forgiving his less forgiving father Kazi concluded Jesus would give you a little wiggle room. Learning of the anecdote, protester Sonya Kinzer wondered how Kazi fans would uh, could hear the story and not be offended by its implications. These people know these women were victimized; they should be ashamed of themselves. I don't care. Yeah. Well, honestly, it's probably part of a bit that has nothing to do with those women. Right. Because if anything, if they were going to be offended, they'd be offended. They wouldn't have bought a ticket and they wouldn't have shown up because <laughs> correct. You knew going in that he was accused of raping 36 women, and you knew going in that either you cared or did not care, you believed or you did not believe. Mm-hmm. So whether he gets heckled or whatever, he's going to go on and do his routine. Now, I feel like, you know, Raw Story is taking the, the joke out of context here and being like, Jesus will give you a little wriggle room. It's, it's not a response to the heckler. Five minutes in a comedy bit is a long time that's true so he had moved on to some bit about stealing quarters and he probably does that bit every single night it's just if you take it out of context and just go well he's trying to say that jesus or let him rape these women that's not what he's trying to say at all Mm -mm. but i don't think he has to say that to be a reprehensible person anyway i agree um so yeah they mentioned that there was a heckler to bill cosby um that um that 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 went in on him um Trying to see if I'm can find the video. I thought I had it. Um, let's see. Um, I thought I had the video already. Let's see. Yeah, a heckler disrupting Cosby's no. concert at the Lyric is what this video is. In
3: charge of thinking tank.
2: Look <laughs> around. Maybe what you see
3: will connect
2: with what you're looking for and so i looked around and looked and nobody in my brain spoke up
1: 38 women spoke up and called you a rapist so he he said something about somebody spoke up or something in his bed and the dude said 38 women spoke up and called you a rapist by the way I wonder, now, do you, when you want, you know, this guy knew he was going to heckle Bill Cosby. Mm -hmm. He knew he was going to, you know, call him out on the rape thing. Does he know the bit? Like, is he like, all right, when he says this. That's a possibility. That's my cue. Or. He just didn't care. Does he just, what do you mean didn't care? No, I mean, does he, nah, he definitely cares. It's not like this is the first sentence out of his mouth. So does he he, wait during the thing for a bit that he can do it? Like, he's just like. Like, Bill Cosby was like, and then I said to my son, and the guy's like, yeah, a lot of sons. No, that don't that don't make sense. <laughs> that yes, sense. That, that's why I said, I meant
0: he didn't care as far as him, like, knowing his routine is one of the things where he was like, I- I'm going to go in here. And the second he says something that I can get this off, I'm going to start talking.
1: Yeah, I just picture him, like, going through other bits, and then the dude trying to find a good angle and just can't find one, mm-hmm. you know? Like, you know, because the boy told me that you can't play football if you're on the debate team. Well, there's a lot of debate surrounding your rate. Wait. No. No, no you no. did it. No, You know what? <laughs> next, next. Keep going. Continue. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Oh, sitting there with a pencil piece of paper. mm Got notes. He probably took parts out of his routine so he can't be heckled. He's like, oh, I'm not going to do the, the cappuccino bit. I had a whole bit about that wouldn't be surprising about getting somebody to drink some Spanish fly. I better, I better not. I better leave that out now. Uh Or what if, what if he would have changed a bit and then it would have been exactly about rape and then it wouldn't have. He, he wouldn't have been able to get heckled. He was like, yeah, that's true, you know, because the women are saying that I raped them. You raped a lot. Oh, they, that is what they said. <laughs> I agree. I agree with those women, Bill Cosby. Anyway.
2: Spoke up and called you a rapist. Wait, right, let
1: me go back. I'm sorry.
2: And my brain spoke up. <laughs> 38 women spoke up and called you a rapist. Uh, sit, down. Uh, sit, down. Sit, down. sit down. Sit down. Sit down. 38 women down. called you a rapist. And what hell, how many women called you
1: something? Did you hear the woman that says, and how oh. many women have called you something? Oh, Lord male not a rapist well some women have called me unkind all right a jerk <laughs> i don't know about a rapist i feel like i put my resume up against bill Cosby on the rape allegations all right. uh scale and i feel like i would win every time <laughs> every time so uh i don't think you can find 38 women that would call me a rapist i'm sorry i don't think you can find 38 women that call just about anybody a rapist period even a famous rich dude you know, like where are all the thirty-eight women accusing Bill Gates of rape. What? Bill Cosby the only nigga need to be taken down a notch. Thirty-eight women ain't never accused Denzel Washington. Come on, man. How many women called you something? Yeah. How many women
2: called you
3: something? Let's talk about
0: what
1: women call you. This is. Let's talk about your women problems. Let's talk about what women call you. Yeah. You. You don't know me. And you did you do know this dude and you did pay tickets. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. They pay those tickets and they don't want to say they wrong. Right. They don't wanna just come out and be like, yo, I'm I don't care that these women got raped. I already have paid fifty dollars for these tickets or whatever it is. So I don't care. That's what they don't want to say. Oh, that is infuriating listening to them cry for him.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll throw me
1: out in a minute.
0: Don't worry. what did she say? They'll throw me out in a
1: minute, don't worry. Yeah, they, they just wanna go on with their party, man. They don't care. He
5: won't sit down, I
2: can't sit. Uh, Are you gonna respond to that? Sit down.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to stand, I can't see it. This so it's so sad that it's all women's voices too you know what i mean like sure
0: men sitting around there too
1: but you hear who's talking
0: right i mean we have
1: the video the people that are responding to him are women that's sad you know what i mean 30, 30 something women accuse somebody of rape and the people that want to speak up are like women listen okay a little rape has never hurt anybody now please sit down i can't see just like the women he raped how many women? <laughs> how many women? Can, did how many women accused you or something? Like, is that going to be the answer to everything? Apparently so. Look, man, I can't support OJ. Man, he murdered them two people. How many people accused you of murder? Huh? Think about that. Hmm. Did you? Did it ever cross your mind? Like, no, bitch. Never. I didn't, I didn't do anything. <laughs> that's what. I, That's gonna be the new thing. Is you can't ever say anybody. Did anything. I just hope this lady listens to the Black God Tales so she can have our back if we ever get in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that support run deep. Right. Like, yeah, you know, the Black God Tales got in trouble uh, for robbing a bank. Well, how many times you been accused of robbing a bank? Hmm. Did you ever think <laughs> about it for a second? Mm, I didn't think so. Like, what? Oh. Now, please sit down. I can't hear the show. What you standing. Sit down! You're yes. raping my show. I didn't consent to this. <laughs> it's like you want me to just pass out and not remember I saw Bill Cosby tonight. I know, right? You're ruining my good time. That's all right. Nobody remember because Bill bought everybody around the drinks after this. And no, everybody passed out. Everybody. <laughs> now reach under your seats. I got something for you. Drink.
0: Yes, he one by one raped them all.
1: Right. <laughs> That's really what these women are saying. It's not like he raped me or you, right? So why you care? Damn, can we party? I'm not a victim. <laughs> Sound like what he said before the women passed out. hmm Now I just ask you to remain calm.
0: Your vision will be getting a little blurry. You
1: just laid on the bed. You're getting a little bit sleepy. Just just I just want you to remain calm. Nothing's gonna happen to you. Uh everything's gonna be fine. Take another sip.
0: Yes, I uh I looking in the chat room. I wonder, they brought up a good point. How many of them people went backstage?
1: Mm-hmm. Just remain calm, everybody. None. Just Everybody just, ladies and gentlemen, remain calm. Yeah! Everybody just calm down. You're getting sleepy,
0: okay? I know the room's spinning. It's okay. Hey, how you doing, love, mama? Let me whisper in your ear. Go
1: with the flow. It's going to be all right. got a ass body and your ass looks soft. Mind if I touch it. That's pretty much Bill Cosby's whole life right there.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, are you awake? <laughs> Why till you see my dick. Wait till I set them toes. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't need you
4: to be
1: down me. I'm going to handle this the way I wanna handle and I'm gonna handle this the way I handled those ladies. Quietly, discreetly, and we're gonna cover this right on up and keep moving. Mm-hmm. And that's,
4: we are here now you wanna move around. I can't oh, see. I it. Feel- <laughs>
1: this isn't my first time on the rodeo Mm -mm. i've been accused of rape many a time this is routine we just gonna keep on with the jokes
0: that now that, 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 that right there was not planned he
1: said he said <laughs> let's get back to tell a few jokes and it got quiet And but he said tell the one about how to get away with rape <laughs> he was not playing way to improv bravo I, just, I, I appreciate this person using that obvious white male privilege for good <laughs> right this is a nigga even been tasered two minutes ago all right. As soon as he pulled out the camera phone to start recording, they'd be like, Zzz, oh,
0: what happened? They ain't found his ass yet. They brought it, because they're like, everybody look the same. I can't spot him out. Tell me some
4: more
5: jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the one about how to get away with rape. No, stop it. Stop it. Thank you. But
6: we are not here to argue. We are not here to argue. to
4: no I'm right here. I'm right here. Hi.
1: Right.
4: Really? Okay. Yay! Bye, bye.
1: I mean, it's funny, right? Because we've covered the show before where people have been like, Daniel Tosh made a joke and I didn't agree with it and that's rape culture. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. But this shit, this is it. Yes, it is. These motherfuckers are literally applauding the idea that this guy can rape people and get away with it. Cause he's famous.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And because he's famous, it's okay. And don't you dare say anything about it or interrupt his flow. Cause I paid my money and I wants to see this dude. I don't care if people got raped, you know, right. like when people, cheer, when people, ever been in when people, if you're a talented person, people are like, I don't give a fuck. You rape these women. Nobody cares. It's not like you kill some dogs.
0: Right, because you get more time for fucking... Yeah, or any
1: time, or any time, Karen. Not more, any. No, I getting any time for this. Uh... Mm-hmm. They just couldn't... Oh, that's sad as fuck. Yep. (sighs) That shit'll piss you off. Um, well, yeah. So, you know, still partying on this rape shit. Um, Mm -hmm. meanwhile, two more accusers came through. Uh, Gloria Allred was there, so nobody gave a fuck. Right. At this point, you do have to wonder if, like, Gloria Allred is, like, how... Like, how people feel about Al Sharpton is how they feel about Gloria Allred. Like, maybe... Guarantee you. You know what I mean? like... Like, she's done a lot of work. She's exposed a lot of people. She's actually brought a lot of people's stories to light. Yes, yes. But if she shows up, it's like people in media are like, oh, fuck her. Fuck her. Fuck that. And you're like, well, I mean. She might have a legitimate case if, here, y'all. If someone raped 35 women and 36 and 37 come to a press conference and Gloria already happens to be there, are you really going to just dismiss the whole thing because she was there? I mean, you got these women crying and shit and you're just going to be like, nah, fuck it. Mm-mm. Gloria Allred, I, I don't want to hear it. Right. You know, it was such a weird, callous reaction to have to that shit. Because me, I'm like, all right, so Gloria Allred was there. I don't think she's, a, you know, necessarily a, always on the up and up. But that doesn't mean she's always wrong either. Ain't that the truth. And the propensity of 36 and 37 or 37 and 38 of uh, rape victims being the ones that got it wrong, I I doubt it. Um. Anyway, so uh, two more women came up um the one woman um her name was what was her first name shapiro Shapiro. margie shapiro uh the other one was Sunny wells uh margie shapiro said she was 19 years old kazi invited her out to dinner in 1975 instead they ended up at the playboy mansion guest house where the comedian allegedly challenged her to a game they played some pin the ball the kazi challenged her to a wager saying whoever lost would swallow a pill she claimed I said, sure, why not? Since he was still not being malicious or anything. Wow. Yeah, you, that's the kind of shit you can do when you're famous, rich, and somebody's 19. Because, yep, you know, somebody people, a little older, they be looking like, nope. Or just, yeah, if y'all ass was broke, just a regular ass nigga, be like, no, I'm not doing that. She lost the game, took a pill, and quickly blacked out. I wonder if you, like, sandbagged the first game, made her think she could win. I came to a little, and the first thing I saw was Bill Cosby's face not far above me, and we were both naked. He was inside me and touching me. I was so grossed out, I can't find the words to express my disgust. And that's back when he was, you know, young. She still was like, ew. According to Wells, she was a 17-year-old aspiring singer when Cosby took her to a jazz club in the mid-1960s. After drinking a soda, she blacked out, woke up hours later naked, alone in a nearly empty apartment. Kazi allegedly told her that she had gotten drunk on champagne and must have stripped herself, but a subsequent outing with the comedian ended the same way. I remember drinking a Coke, and again, I, well, he wasn't even, so it wasn't even alcoholic drinks. No. I wakened in the same in the same room, alone and naked. This time I didn't call him, and I never heard from Bill Kazi again. So that's uh, the Kazi show for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, um, let's see, there's other stories, though, going on that we got to talk about. Um, let's, uh, get to some of these old stories that we hadn't talked about yet. Um, so there was a Indiana pizzeria that said they would not, um, serve gays, weddings. By the way, it's so ridiculous. Like if you think about it a gay not because a gay wedding wouldn't order a pizza or some stupid shit like that I, I think that's the thing that people keep saying that in addition to being kind of hack like it, it still belittles the point which is that discrimination is real and these people are actively trying to find the one place they can discriminate against gay people right because i was thinking you don't really notice somebody's gay in most lines of business Mm-mm. so like if i'm you know like if i'm in a restaurant and let's just say you come in and order a pizza I'll serve you. It's only when someone's like, "I'm a man getting married to a man," that you have this. I don't serve the homosexuals,
0: but you want their money on other platforms, though.
1: Of course, yeah. They they never, you know, man. Why? The, the dollar's why not they?
0: Then the do- when when I hand my dollar to you, my dollar don't suck your dick. If I'm a man and giving you a man, I mean giving you a dollar, but because you don't know this, it's okay, right? right. Okay, fuck you.
1: Yeah. And that's their whole thing is that, you know, we, we can get away with this. So why not? You know, which is, uh, I mean,
0: what do you give them a dollar back and not serve them? But it's, it's only when they tell you, they don't tell you that the gay dollar fine. Right. Right. And it's okay.
1: all, it's all because of, you know, the, uh, yeah, like you said, it's all because that's a one situation where you know, they're gay. Like they don't know that these people are gay in other situations. Right. But even if you do, odds are you
0: will not refuse their service. Right. You will not refuse, I mean, refuse to serve them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, let me see if I can find, trying to find an actual Do they not
0: it. realize that there's a lot of gay people out there, and if they decide that they not come into certain establishments, the places would close and go out of business? Like.
1: <laughs> yeah, even if they, even, but see, that's the thing. Gay people represent a small percentage of the population, right? And the pizza wedding industry ain't like some huge fucking industry. That's true too. Now. It's one of those things where they know they're going to get more support for saying it than they'll actually get admonished for it. Right.
0: You know, you know what? You bought a good thing. I think, honestly, I think it's sad, but I think some people actually do this regardless of it, if they believe in it or not, mm-hmm. just to jump up business.
1: Right. You Because know. at the end of the day, they raised $800,000, Karen. God damn $800,000 in donations to support their bigotry this is one of the reasons that I say you know. it's one of the reasons that I say that the boycott culture thing. Well, I don't mind it. It doesn't prove right and wrong.
0: No, it does not. It doesn't
1: because haters have money too. Yes, they do. And these motherfuckers raised 800 and it was over $842,000. Mm-hmm. dollars for them to reopen their business because they said they had to close their business because of discrimination and shit. It's like, no, maybe your piece was shitty. Maybe you had cuts back because like
0: it's, it's other factor reasons. Or, it may, I might be wrong. Or where they are might be in that like a, a gay district or predominantly. You know me where it's other things around there and people's like I'm not going there in
1: Indiana. Oh, it's in Indiana. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't no gay district. It was none of that shit. They just, um. They they She came out with this ignorant bullshit, boasting about it. Says if a gay couple came in and wanted us to provide pieces for their wedding, we would have to say no. And, and she stood in the restroom, uh, which is festooned with Christian paraphernalia. We're not discriminating against anyone. That's just our belief. And anyone has a right to believe anything. I do not think it's targeting gays. I don't think it's discrimination. It's supposed to help people that have a religious belief. So here you go. You couch your bigotry in religion and try to act like it's not bigotry it is
0: right it doesn't
1: matter if you put a bible in front of it or not right it's still the same result because if you said the similar shit about muslims about or about blacks, black people about indians right about anything any other protected class all of a sudden it will be like yo this is ridiculous you can't do that right but because it's gay people and people have feel some kind of way about that shit you can throw jesus in front of it and we're supposed to go well you're the real victim we're not letting you practice your lifestyle of discrimination her father kevin said everything came down to the issue of choice that lifestyle is something they choose i choose to be heterosexual they choose to be homosexual why should i be beat over the head to go along with something they choose
0: you're you're not getting beat over the head and on top of that i I personally think this is a scam because I'm trying to find these fuckers about to close their shop down and they pulled this stunt and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a blueprint. I guarantee you more little moms and pop shops going to come out with this bullshit just to keep their shit open. You probably have bad customer service, bad money management, bad accounting, like it's all other shit why businesses closed and this was the way to basically get y'all, get your ass out of debt.
1: Yeah, that might be it. I wouldn't be surprised if people looked into that financial shit and saw they were about to close anyway or something. Right. You know, not that I think that they're savvy enough to necessarily know that. You know what I mean? I, like, I don't even know that they're savvy enough to know it will work or not. But, you know, so they so the, then the next thing was, well, we had to close because, um, you know, we, we were so... We were so scared. They All of a sudden, they were scared of the big gay mafia coming to kill them and shit. And we're getting oh. threats and, you know, all this shit.
5: They don't give a rat's fuck about
0: you?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. So The um, money that
0: you wasn't getting anyway, right?
1: Right. Okay. So, uh, let me see if I can play this video now.
7: Family has gotten so many death threats and nasty emails and tweets that Crystal's at the point where she wonders if it's even worth the trouble. To the woman many say has become the face of religious freedom in this country, but a woman who insists she bears no ill will toward gays in this country at all.
1: And what a face. Like the face of homeliness to me. No matter,
7: Indiana's new Religious Freedom Restoration Act has galvanized the mainstream media and a whole lot of businesses against her state and crystal fields against her. Now, you've heard all the others thumping their chest. Now, time to hear Crystal, who wants to get something off of hers. Crystal, welcome. How are you doing?
8: Um, I'm doing all right.
7: Are you surprised all of this happened?
8: Uh, yes, actually shocked.
7: How? I- now, bring me back a little bit if you can help me, Crystal, because you were talking to this local.
1: What, gang? How
0: are you motherfucking surprised? Yeah. I don't, I don't understand these people that do this shit, but well, like, maybe I'm her... shocked and surprised that somebody objected to my fuck-ass opinion. Nobody,
1: maybe she never heard the internet till today.
7: Cool reporter at first, not about the law in the state. This reporter just dug up an interview she had done prior in which you expressed this reservation about uh, catering a gay wedding. Tell me what happened.
1: So if you said it beforehand, that means it was illegal when you said it and you still were like, I'm not going to do it. Because mm-hmm. you don't care.
8: Uh, um, well, I was working that night at Memory's Pizza and she, this reporter had called and asked if she could interview us. And I was hesitant at first and my dad said he wasn't there. He said, well, go ahead. We'll do it. And so I said, okay. And I was very nervous. And she came and um, she brought up the bill and started asking questions.
7: And one of the questions was how you felt about gays and whether what? Uh,
8: I can't remember all the questions. Actually, um, how how it this bill would affect our business, what we thought of it, um, and that's how that question came across about catering for um, gays.
7: Right, and I just should explain the timeline here to folks who aren't familiar. The bill went on to become the law, signed by the governor. That reporter dug up that interview again to go back and replay it again, and then all the threats start happening, all the nastiness start happening. The irony here, though, uh, Crystal, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but you and your dad have nothing against gays. On religious grounds, you just said you couldn't cater a gay wedding. Where in the Bible does it
1: say you can't cater a gay wedding? It doesn't. Well, why aren't you not... Catering the weddings of people who had sex before marriage. Why aren't you not catering, uh, not even weddings, why aren't you, why are you serving pizza to just fornicators or people that are gluttonous or people that cheat on their wives Mm -hmm. or people that eat shrimp or people that work on Sunday or people that don't pay the right amount in tithes? Like, who the fuck are you? You know, like... You don't mind using all the public resources that are available to businesses and small business owners. You don't mind using the sidewalks. You don't mind using the roads. You don't mind all that shit. Money which gay people's tax money goes to. Mm -hmm. Those resources that you use. But then when it comes time to serve that public, all of a sudden it's like, no. On my religious grounds, which is nowhere in the fucking bottles to say not to serve these people. God damn, it sounds just like fucking 1964. Five out this
0: bitch right and i will con- say this and i will continue to say this people that feel this way a lot of times feel the same way about blacks and any other minority group these are the same people a lot of times it will support slavery and all these other shit that now you don't do because the law says that you can't not be- and it's not because you don't want to but because the law says you can't but this is a particular group that i that a lot of people are attacking it's a small group so you feel like it's okay
1: yeah if you were if it wasn't illegal for them not to serve black people, all these other different groups, they wouldn't correct. It's just illegal. So they have to have the gist of that.
8: Right. Right. Um, They are welcome in the store. Anyone is welcome in the store. Um, It's against our belief to condone, to, to cater, uh, To their wedding, we're condoning that if we do that, and that is against our religion.
7: I got you. How is that? I'm sorry, Kristen. Then how is that different? Because a lot of gay rights groups and the rest have said, how is that at all different uh, from from serving gay customers, uh, and then officiating or catering their wedding?
8: Um, I'm not sure what you're asking.
7: Well, they say you you have to be consistent. They say you're not being consistent. You say you're happy to serve gays in your restaurant, as is your dad, but uh, you draw the line at catering a gay. They said you can't be either or. You have to be open to both or closed to both.
8: Um, It is not a sin that we bring gays into our establishment and to serve them. It is a sin, though, if we condone, if we cater their wedding, that, we feel we are participating. We are putting a stamp of approval on their wedding. And we.
1: With your raggedy ass pizza.
0: <laughs> right. Then nobody wanted because your fucker was about to close.
1: Right. Get the fuck out of here. So you cater the prom then? Because, you know, kids fuck after the prom. Mm-hmm. You catered that scene too? Right. They use condoms too. Hope you know that. If I was somebody, I would order 75 pizzas, pick them bitches up and be like, yeah, we're taking these to the abortion clinic. Fuck you. And we'll just eat pizza out front at the abortion clinic. Invite give everybody a slice on the way in. Mm. Even though only 2% of the business is probably going to be for abortion. I don't care. They think all of it is. And it make them mad. So I would fucking be like, pizza for you too. What you going in for? Well, I'm actually going in for prenatal care. Tell everybody abortion on your way out. Here's a slice of pizza. What you want? Pepperoni? It looks like dead babies. Just, oh, Lord. Mm-hmm, pour the sauce on the ground put it all on your shirt make them think this And if they say it's a piece of sauce you say no it's dead baby mess and then drive off laughing ugh
0: yeah these people get on my nerves it's about as much as the people that do for uh, they fight against abortion like uh going to the why I go up this road, and I didn't even know it was um uh, um like a clinic that performs abortion on like one of these little side roads. I mm-hmm. didn't even know this, but apparently when it gets warm, a dude stands out there and he still he stands out there like almost every afternoon about four or something five or something. And him and the group of people, sometimes he's by himself, sometimes we group people, and they literally hold up signs of, like, aborted children. Yeah, I've seen those guys. And I was like, why? Why are you doing this? Like, go find something else to fuck to do. This is not that damn important. I didn't even know the clinic was over there until he
1: were standing there. They're doing it to intimidate people. That's why they're doing it. As if a woman hasn't thought about that shit a million times before she goes and gets a uh, pregnancy terminated most times, you know? Like, you
0: know, I don't know why people why people, why people think that uh, having an abortion is not eating a pack of M&M's.
1: Right. Like oh, abortion day. That's uh, Tuesday. Uh, Mike Huckabee is upset about this. By the way, um, he says that the militant gay community react to that alliance. The
6: alliance between.
1: Let me see if I can get more volume on this. Uh, the militant gay community is responsible for the backlash against the Indiana Freedom of Religion Law.
6: To that alliance. The alliance between. <laughs> The gay, lesbian community and transgenders and those business entities that traditionally would have been in the Chamber of Commerce realm with the GOP.
9: The reason that those corporations put the pressure on Indiana and Arkansas was because the uh, militant gay community put the pressure on them. I found it a little hypocritical when you have companies even, and I love Walmart.
1: The militant gay community. It's like the militant
0: black community,
1: right? Mm-hmm. You okay. remember, the, remember the gay rights of Watts in nineteen, or San Francisco in nineteen seventy three. All the all the people that got burned in those. Mm-hmm.
0: And guess what? They should have put pressure on their asses, right? And it's not only them. What make them think that straight people are like? I won't spend my money there either.
1: Yeah, you militant because you want, um, you know, equal equal rights. Equal. And you don't want to be discriminated against, which makes you militant. So you militant now. The gay community
9: put the pressure on them i found it a little hypocritical when you have companies even and i love walmart big company my home state but they do business in china for gosh sake i mean i don't think the chinese are exactly the paragon of human rights uh... you've got apple computer they're selling apple computers in saudi arabia is tim cook going to pull out of there i don't think so he doesn't mind making millions if not billions of dollars in cultures and countries where human rights are really an issue. I think these corporations really ought to oh. either be consistent, quit making money from these countries that are really oppressing human rights, uh, are, and quit bowing to the pressure and just sell their stuff. That's what they're in business for.
1: Oh, shut the fuck up.
0: Right. And the thing about it, people act like human rights aren't being violated here in our country. Yeah. Like they really are all the time. But but for some reason, America think that they are above human above not breaking human right laws people don't have the right to marry that's a problem you know you have homeless people everywhere and you have states constantly cutting their funding that's a human right thing because everybody should have the right to have uh, food and a place to stay you shouldn't have families living in their, their their fucking cars and shit like that that's a human rights issue but because we're such a rich country we have a tendency to overlook that human rights issue is also having women having the right to be educated getting equal pay as men that's a human's right issue also but you know it's funny how we want to turn around just be like well just sell your shit and my thing is this when you sell shit you sell shit to everybody you don't sell shit to a selective group of people and if people that you sell your shit to say we have a problem with what you do and we will take away our money you will respond if people and people that support him say we won't support you no more he will change his tune
1: yeah here's the thing though mike huckabee is part of the conservatives that believe corporations are people. Right. And here's the thing about people. People have opinions. People have rights. So whenever these companies make these decisions like individuals that may come across hypocritical or whatever, shut the fuck up. Take their money when it's time for the campaign, right? Because if, if Walmart told you that we're going to pay you to change your motherfucking opinion, you would because that's the kind of snake you are. So why are we even going to pretend that it's not? You know, Mike Huckabee used to try to be the cool the cool Republican, the cool conservative. Because he, used to he try realized to,
0: that wouldn't get him far.
1: Yeah, when he realized that that's not going to help you be president, he became the most, speaking of militant, you know what I mean? He became the most hard-line uh, Christian conservative in the party. Mm-hmm. So, no, you, you know, this, he's completely wrong about that shit. Militant gave for the pushback. How about just people for, for equal rights for the pushback? How about just people that understand how wrong you are you know right uh speaking of which another guy did uh
0: i'm about to say we ain't got no gay news
1: we covering enough of it i don't know man i, don't, I, don't, I don't, no no i'm not happy about any of this <laughs> i'm
2: not happy about any of this new tonight A cake controversy. A local baker says she's getting death threats because she refused to make a cake with a message against gay marriage.
5: The man who placed the order recorded it, then posted it online. Now, tonight, we are talking to both sides. Shelly Munez is live outside the Cut the Cake Bakery in Longwood. So, Shelly, police are taking this very seriously. This baker says that she filed a police report after she got death threats from people across the country. Now the guy who posted this video lives in Arizona and he told me tonight that he did this to start a discussion. It certainly has. This shop here that may otherwise go unnoticed is now in the spotlight.
10: I need a sheet cake and I needed to say we do not support gay marriage.
1: He wanted us to put a hateful... This dude's face... Is the face of douchebaggery? It's, you know what I mean. Like right. if you if you wiki douchebag, his face will come up because that's the most accurate representation of what a douchebag looks like.
0: And you did just start a discussion. Fucker, no, you didn't. You did. You you did it because you want to attack these people.
1: Right. He's a former televangelist, um, and he says that this is like his Christian pranks.
0: That's not a fucking prank. You affecting their business. Mm-hmm message on a cake and i said
1: we're not going to do that
5: sharon howler owns cut the cake in longwood a mom and pop by the
1: way the and i know what the prank is set up to be is to try to make it seem like it's equivalent to say uh i'll make a cake for a gay wedding is the same equivalent as saying something uh like i will i will make a cake against a gay wedding as if anyone's ever had a fucking anti-gay wedding fucking cake at, at a marriage. Like come on, now. like hey, I want to have a wedding uh and I want to cut the cake and the cake to say uh fuck your ex-wife. Like nobody does that. Right. You they, know what I mean? They would object to that. Right.
5: Shop now at the center of controversy over that phone call and this video.
10: For me this is nothing against gay people. For me, this is about religious freedom.
5: Joshua Feerstein a
1: Believe that shit if you want.
5: A former pastor in Arizona.
1: It's not about misogyny, it's about the, gay, the ethics in game journalism.
5: Arizona ...is the man who made the call. He calls it a social experiment following Indiana's new and controversial religious freedom law.
10: I wanted to see if it was actually a double standard. If, uh, If a gay friendly bakery and one that advertises themselves so on pro-LGBT wedding sites would actually bake a cake that went against their principles, and that is cut the cake in florida sharon Haller is the owner
5: haller says that experiment came at her expense we started getting some
8: hundreds of phone calls and making very nasty and negative gestures towards our business um towards us i
10: never asked people to call to be hateful or boycott them hello
5: This video depicting the request got more than a million hits. Fearstein says he took it down after the bakery asked him to do so. But then the bakery shared it.
10: If anything, like, I think this is definitely going to help their business.
1: Oh, so it's like, I did you a favor. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm helping you out by being discriminant, by trying to, you know, make you a joke. So I post hateful
0: shit. Uh, and and the death threats is helping, Karen. right? I'm I whistleblowing to all these people out here that that are are anti-gay. I'm, I'm, you know, subliminally, you know, telling them that it's okay. I'm putting all your information, your telephone number, your address, your name, your social. I'm putting all this information out there, and oh, they gonna do with what they will. What the fuck did you think was gonna
5: happen? But she told us she has been losing business as people are now going online and putting bad reviews. So right now she is weighing her legal options, not only over her losses, but over that recorded phone call, which technically is illegal here in Florida. Of course, we'll keep you posted as we learn more and continue following the story.
0: All right, Shelly Muniz reporting live tonight. Thank you. I will sue the fuck out of him because it's not a game. You affecting my business. You slandering me. You slandering, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that shit is real dog. Like you think it's a game and that is not a game because you did this. I've lost business. I've lost income. I've been threatened. And you, you, who, who would, who let this slide and be like, it's all right. Ha ha. It's a, ain't nobody laughing dog. Nobody laughing.
1: A former CBS entertainment reporter is suing a network at the two of his former bosses, alleging that two, uh, of two men, the two men groped and kissed him against his will And that he was fired from his job interviewing celebrities because he complained about the harassment to human resources. Hmm. Ken Lombardi, 29, says senior producer Dwayne Tolison kissed his neck at a 2013 office party and slid his hand down Lombardi's pants to grab his dick. Oh. Afterwards, the producer allegedly half-apologized in a flirty text message, which is reproduced in court documents. I want to apologize if anything I did offended you across the line. I like to get a little crazy. If you weren't offended, then let's do it again. LOL. How was your day so far? Smiley face. Mm, Fuck you. That's one of the reasons I hate the Christmas parties and shit. I I don't go to none of them. People act like they forget that we got to come to work the next day. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Lombardi also claims he was victimized by CBS Evening News director Chip Coley. after he he asked Coley for advice about his work. Instead, he said Coley drunkenly hit on him at a gay bar, kissing him and rubbing his leg. Conversationally, allegedly turned to sex with uh, with Coley, pushing Lombardi into admitting that he's bisexual and grilling him about his porn viewing habits. While I was being attacked by Chip, I was texting my brother, oh my God, I'm about to be raped. Please God help me, Lombardi told the New York Post. It's painful to even look at them again. Uh, I just turned 28 at the time. Chip was in his mid to late 50s. Had been in the business for at least 30 years. He's heavily connected. He was running Scott Pelley's news show. He said, I was terrified. Afterward, he said, Coley started following him around the office in a creepy fashion. Lombardi told CBS's HR department what was going on, but says his report wasn't exactly handled professionally. Says direct supervisor Paula Cohen, who manages the entertainment section of CBS's website and is also named in the suit, just yelled at him and didn't take his allegations seriously. Lombardi left CBS in November. The network says the claim, his claims are without merit and they intend to mount a vigorous legal defense. Mm. Yeah, I don't know how you can win the lawsuits um, uh, against them, but uh, you got that text message. Um, mm,
0: hope you held on to all your documentation and all your emails.
1: Yeah, um, it's fucked up, man. Because you almost people always. Do, hmm? I see
0: you almost have to do that, like get yourself a your own. Digital trail just in case somebody can, like, oh, yes, she wasn't for yes, you did know, and shit like that. But even with that, they could still be like, fuck it.
1: Yeah, people are very dismissive of these kinds of cases anyway. All
0: right, and especially it's bad against women, but it's, it's sad, but in this case, it's even worse against men because they're like, uh, but you're a dude.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. I guarantee that's part of it. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's see what else we got here. Um, feel so like i have more no not that oh uh, new jersey school canceled common as their commencement speaker after that race together shit
4: <laughs> i'm
1: good i'm petty but but i'm glad uh king university has canceled hip-hop artist common as commencement speaker after the police voice concerns over a song about a woman convicted of killing a police officer who fled to cuba so, they actually did it. Oh, so it's actually not about Race Together. They did it because of that song, uh, thinking of Asada, Asada Shakur. Um, now, I don't know why that would be coming up. He made that song so long ago. It
0: the was school just, announced, just probably just an excuse for him not to come. Yeah, they probably
1: was like, we just need a reason, okay? The nigga's right, crazy.
0: Right, because we, we don't, we don't want to be the school that allowed the Race Together dude to come, no.
1: Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they said... Um, while we respect his talent, keen is pursuing other options. Um, so, yeah, a song for Asada. The this, this song is about Joan Chessimard, who goes by the name of Asada Shakur and was convicted in 1977 of killing trooper Werner Forster in, in 1973. She escaped from prison and has been living in Cuba as a fugitive. They brought up a song from 2000. Yeah, they just didn't want him there.
0: Right. That's all you could have told him. That. Yeah,
1: that's just crazy. Right.
0: she have said, say, we don't want you Maybe there. they saw
1: that race together thing and they're just like, we need any reason. <laughs> Anything. Uh, House approves bill to allow transgender Coloradans to get new birth certificates. That's what's up
0: Mm -hmm. because that's the problem with a lot of people a lot of times when they do things they'll be like well your birth certificate says yeah
1: remember we had the uh the transgender teen in uh south carolina that wanted to get a license and they wouldn't let them get one i wouldn't let her get one without it saying you're a male Mm -hmm. so they were just like yeah yeah you need to actually go home cut your hair take off the makeup do all this shit it's like well that one that you don't do that to anyone else nobody else two if i'm gonna be presenting as a woman it wouldn't even matter because the fucking license is not gonna look like how i normally look anyway if you make me go cut my hair and take off my makeup and Mm -hmm. you know put on a shirt instead of a dress like doesn't
0: matter it's a goddamn picture
1: right it's not your fucking business it's just not Mm -hmm. that person can do whatever the fuck they want um, so yeah, the Colorado State House voted forty to twenty five Thursday in favor of a bill that would allow transgender Coloradans to obtain a new birth certificate reflecting their preferred gender identity. Under H B fifteen two six five, I mean one two six five, don't want to get confused, guys. <laughs> People <laughs> born in Colorado or the pairs of gar- or guardians of transgender minors could request to receive a new birth certificate changing the gender designation. The request must include a licensed health provider statement that the person has undergone surgical, hormonal, or other gender transition treatment, or stating that the person has an intersex condition. Uh, House Democrats said in a statement, under the current law, transgender Coloradans may only receive an amended birth certificate. Uh, some feel that process invites potential discrimination in the workplace and other places a birth certificate may need to be shown. Um, we should respect the privacy and the rights of transgender Coloradans and I'm pleased to see strong bipartisan support for this bill so that's dope man congratulations transgender people in Colorado see if we can get everybody else on board right? Um, with the birth certificate thing I don't know why people are so stuck to the rigid, rigidity of that concept anyway you know what I mean um, I feel like people just get so like I don't like change. It's not, I know this change will not actually affect me or anything in my life at all, but I'm adamant against this idea for some reason, because I need everything to be binary. Nothing can be shades of gray, you know? Um, I feel like that, you know, that shit matters, man. Uh, let's see. Um, there's an article from rolling out. It was called, where is the outrage? Um, 148, Kenyan people got killed by a terror group Mm -hmm. it was not covered much on television and stuff Mm -mm. now I saw it because I'm on black twitter and everyone was retweeting the pictures of a bunch of dead people's bodies which you know Mm, yeah it's a bit too much I'm not even gonna put these pictures in the chat it is a a lot yeah and it's also kind of like weirdly dehumanizing to that they that they put these pictures out there because they don't do this with other people's races, and I know this is from no. people that are trying to help. Right. And I understand that you want to be like, but look at these dead bodies in the street. But mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. honestly, it that's worse. Like, right? Because they didn't do this with Columbine. Yeah, they, we, they didn't even do this with um when ISIS shot up that Muslim school and um right. Uh I'm already forgetting where it was at, but mm-hmm. they like they didn't even like they would describe what happened, but they didn't go. Literally take pictures of dead bodies and put it on websites like rollingout dot com right. has pictures of dead bodies on their website, and it's like you're you're actually kind of defeating the purpose that you're trying to say you're like, well, what about black lives? They matter and you're like they do matter well, look at these dead dead bodies and you're like well, that's not how they treat the white lives either like correct that that's actually not equality there that's somebody's like have some respect that's somebody's Everybody's child. child. And you're, you know, you're just throwing these pictures around willy-nilly, trying to shock value people out of it. But, but we don't do that for anybody else. Um, the terrorist group Al-Shabaab attacked the campus of Garissa College in Kenya, killing 148 people and wounding at least 100 others. At least five mass attackers armed with assault rifles and explosives rained down massive carnage as they traveled from building to building. The attackers singled out Christian students for death and bodies lay scattered everywhere. Truly unfortunate was when the attackers came upon a group of students who were holding a prayer meeting. The attack the the attack by the Al Qaeda League uh, group lasted for thirteen hours until Kenyan special forces could get the upper hand. According to authorities, when bullets hit the attackers, their bodies exploded from hidden bombs, uh spreading shrapnel across a wide area. This is the second mass attack by a Somali-based group in 2013. They attacked the. Uh, it was a group that attacked the Westgate Mall and killing sixty-seven people. Yeah, I saw a documentary on that. That was just so sad. Like the these people just. I mean, it's just nothing you can do. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. some motherfuckers just come in and start killing random people. Society's not prepared for that shit.
0: No, they're not, and a lot of times they're angry about something, but people just dismiss their anger and act like the anger that the people have for whatever reason is just not valid.
1: Earlier this year, they promised to attack malls in America. The threat was taken seriously, and the Director of Homeland Security, Jay Johnson, spoke out on National Sunday News Program about the situation. Al-Shabaab has promised further attacks in Kenya, stating, Kenya cities will run red with blood. No amount of precaution or safety measures will be able to guarantee your safety thwart another attack, or prevent another bloodbath. Um, The terror group is based in Somalia, which shares a border with Kenya. Somalia is a failed state with the inability to govern its borders or care for its people. Al-Shabaab grew in in this power vacuum to become a major regional terror group. Unfortunately, it shares similar aspects of ideologies and extremism, which follow African terror group Boko Haram, which operates in Nigeria. So, yeah, man, I mean, I, I got a couple people that hit me up like, you know, y'all going to talk about this this attack? And I'm just like, man, one, there's absolutely nothing funny about the shit.
4: Mm-mm. You know, I get
1: that all the time. A woman killed her baby. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, thanks for the fucking link. What do you want me to do with this? Right. You know, but, you know, more importantly, um, you know, it, it, it's one of those things where, um I don't know what to say about some shit like that. Correct. Some things you just can't make a joke out of, guys. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Like. Right. It's, it's sad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I know that, you know, I think a lot of people want us to be like, well, I'm outraged at the lack of coverage that it's getting. Correct. But, you know, but I don't even know what... You know, I don't even know what can be done about some shit like right. this. Right, and
0: y'all, we're not advocates. I hope people understand. It's like we got our voices and our opinions, and we feel passionate about things, but we're not advocates. We don't claim to be, and we're not presenting ourselves in that manner.
1: Yeah, I'll just say I don't know. It's just sad to me. I don't yes, know it what. Is. I think people want something to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh I don't know what to do. Um, I don't know, cause you know, a lot of times. A lot of these issues start with foreign intervention and shit. I don't know if if, uh, the government should go over there and try to kill those guys. I don't know if that just is going to make it worse or better or what. I I don't know what you do when a person, when a group of people get, uh, um, get so hopeless that they will kill with no regard to themselves just to make a statement mm-hmm. like i don't know how you defeat that
0: yeah when you have nothing to lose
1: yeah i just don't know how you defeat it, it you know I, it's like they even said when you shoot them they blow up and kill more people like those people walked in there prepared to die mm-hmm. to kill as many people as possible i you know to what point i don't know i don't even know what we're supposed to learn from what happened in order to say you know oh okay i get it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Uh, i don't know um here's another story an indicted cop can't recall shooting suspects from the hood of a car oh yeah um so this cop his footprints were found on the hood of a chevy malibu that had straight that was been strafed by police gunfire, killing his two unarmed occupants after a high speed chase over the streets and freeways and around Cleveland. But Officer Michael Brelo told investigators he couldn't remember standing on the hood and firing the final fifteen rounds of a one hundred of a one thirty seven shot barrage down into the windshield. Even though a rookie cop told those same investigators that Brelo talked about it days afterwards. Now right
0: oh get the fuck out of here your goddamn shoe print your size 10 is on a is on a hood Ah.
1: right but i don't remember and you talked about it days later so you can remember days later going into it but yeah somebody somebody snitched yeah but you know in court you couldn't remember shit right um, uh, it's possible Braylo allowed when questioned by investigators two weeks after the November two thousand two thousand twelve 2012 shooting, because I was so terrified that I was going to get run over, but I don't recall that, sir. So he just blanked out and shot 15 rounds into the, these, these dudes. Um, he goes on trial Monday on two counts of voluntary manslaughter for the deaths of Timothy Russell and Melissa Williams. He is the lone officer among the thirteen who fired their weapons that night who was criminally charged because prosecutors say he stood on the hood and opened fire four seconds after the other officers had stopped shooting.
4: <gasps>
1: mm-hmm. A judge, not a jury, will decide whether he's guilty or innocent. He faces a maximum sentence of twenty-five years if convicted. Um. The Brillo Brillo's defense team had argued that all forty-nine rounds Brillo fired that night. Including the last fifteen were lawful, and that the threat didn't end until he reached into the Malibu and removed the keys, preventing the suspects from using the car as a weapon. Fuck you, fuck uh, you. Russell and Williams were each shot more than twenty times. Uh, regardless of the outcome, the alter effects of the chase, the after effect of the chase and shooting will likely endure for years to come. So, um, what
0: what 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 was he? Did Did Coulson call him to perform this task? Like he's
1: superhuman? I don't know. Yeah, he think he death-locked. Right. Uh the chase started with a failed traffic stop on the edge of a downtown with a plainclothes detective who never reported to dispatches that he lost sight of the vehicle. Russell then sped past Cleveland police headquarters where his car backfired. Officers and witness standing outside were certain they'd heard gunshots and a police radio call for shots for, uh fired triggered an adrenaline rush adrenaline fuel ad- rush by officers to join the chase. Brillo and his partner, yeah, because if he drove by the police station and his car backfired, uh, I guarantee they were like, oh, he's shooting at cops. We're going to get this motherfucker. Yeah, you went
0: through all that trouble and there was no weapons to be found. okay? Mm-hmm.
1: The chase went had included more than 60 police cars, 104 officers, and reached at least 100 miles per hour. Sound like fast and furious. I it was, After driving into a school parking lot more than 20 minutes after the chase began, Russell turned the car around and tried to flee again. Side swiping the cruiser before it coming to a stop. Another officer who said he feared it was life opened fire. Then the others did the same. Brillo and his partner fired 15 rounds through their own windshield and told investigators they saw dark objects in Russell and Williams' hands. Their, their, their hands? They saw their dark hands? <laughs> mm, they saw dark. No, they said they saw objects. They saw dark objects in their hands. Yeah, their hands were the dark objects. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Brillo said he left his cruiser. Because he was afraid the Malibu would hit him, uh, even though he, he then crossed in front of the car to climb on top of another cruiser and open fire again. He had, I had left trying to get out of the way of his car so it doesn't run me over and kill me. Investigators eventually concluded that neither Russell nor Williams had a gun. An exhaustive search was conducted along the route of the pursuit, including the use of a dive team to look for bodies in the water. But no gun was ever found. While Brelo claimed not to remember jumping on the hood, prosecutors have evidence to show that he did. Investigators from the Ohio Bureau of Crime Investigation found footprints on the hood of the Malibu that matched the set found on the trunk and the roof of a police car that Brelo climbed on top of to fire from uh, behind uh, the uh, light bar. He hit Them bitches like, hook poof, poof, poof. The rookie police officer assigned to the same district as Brelo told investigators that he stopped firing after someone jumped on the hood of the Malibu. Officer Brian Sobolik said later uh, he learned that it was Brelo. He asked how he found out. He said because Brio was talking about it.
0: I'm not lying for you because they got to the point now where they was like, uh, we can go to jail for bullshit now. Nope.
1: Nope. You on your own. Yeah, he got no memory now, right? And they wonder why the fucking the suspects of crimes don't cooperate. The fucking cops don't cooperate when they commit a crime. Come on now. Um... Let's see what else happened. Um, Oh, uh, speaking of police, a cop got five years for coercing women to engage in sexual acts for lenient treatment. That's all? Yep. Brian D. Lee, 31, of Lancaster, Ohio. I'll put his picture in the chat. You guys can see what Brian D. Lee looks like, Um, and this is exactly what you're picturing. Um, (laughs) Yeah! He pleaded guilty October 29, 2014, to four counts of violating civil rights of female motorists and one count of engaging in cyber stalking. He was a trooper, OSP trooper from 2006 to 2013. Part of his plea, he admitted that he violated the civil rights of four female victims by coercing them in his official capacity to commit sexual acts, some of which he photographed in exchange for his agreement not to file criminal charges or issue traffic infractions against the victim or their friends. Uh, He further admitted that he engaged in sexual contact with certain victims while they were under arrest and restrained in handcuffs. He also harassed and threatened some of the victims, including sending threatening electronic messages to one individual who he pulled over twice during one month period. Shit. He was sentenced uh, to 60 months in federal prison for coercing four female victims to engage in sexual acts in exchange for lenient treatment in connection with potential criminal cases and traffic tickets yeah see this is shit like this where they have to sweep this under the rug and they probably weren't too hard on them because what about every other arrest he's ever made
0: yeah but what about
1: all the victims that didn't come forward
0: yeah that that you have to open up reopen up all his cases right. and like they're like we're we gonna convict you and, and brush you out right the way because if People really push this shit, we would have to go back and let a lot of people out of jail.
1: Yeah, you think this dude only did this four times, really, in his whole career? Nope. You know? Not you know, just a piece of shit, man. And they abuse the trust of the community. And, you know, this is one of those things too that, you know, while I say as a black man, I always worry about shit like getting shot by the cops. I mean, there's a completely other element to this where, hey, you getting raped by the cops. Male or female, yes. Yeah. I mean, you can get raped. By the, by the police, but I'm saying female, not male or female, but it could happen to both. But I, I bet, I guarantee it mostly happens to women.
0: I bet you it does. And you know, it's one of those things. What happens when you be like, fuck it, give me the ticket. I'm not going to suck your dick.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Not to mention. Yeah. If you say that now you got to get a heavier penalty or whatever. Right. You know, it's just crazy, man. i you know, and even if, Even if, and I understand that there's probably going to be some contrarians and shit, but even if it was a situation where a guy offers you like, Hey, suck my dick and I'll make this ticket go away. Even if you're like, Oh, I do that. You can't, you shouldn't even have been offered that. That's fucked up.
0: Right. And you can't guarantee you do that. And he still might not take your ass to jail anyway. So the biggest thing is, you might as well just say no.
1: Yeah. He's in a position of power. He shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't be doing that. Um, uh furious sevens only quote-unquote only female stunt driver is full of shit oh su lin la fontaine looks authentic and confident posing next to the challenger from furious seven and why shouldn't she as she said publicly a number of times she was the only female stunt driver in the blockbuster movie here's a picture of her in the chat for you guys to see what she looks like um there's only one problem with that uh that's a fucking lie uh, she was not in the movie at all. And the only stunt she's done is insulted the entire stunt community with one huge jump. Uh, here's what's going <laughs> on. Fundamentally, it's quite it's quite simple. Furious Seven is a huge movie, and an awful lot of what it takes to make the movie relevant is the phenomenal stunt driving. Stunt drivers, by their very nature, are professionals who work in the shadows and are deliberately low key, since their job is to do remarkable things while never being seen LaFontaine took advantage of the fact that most people don't know who the stunt drivers are
0: and they don't they don't know their names they don't know who they are Mm
1: -mm. right so she would lie to uh on interviews um, on a number of sites online and stuff that she was on the, the only woman on the stunt team
0: Oh, because a she's of, not on the
1: stunt team at all, though.
0: Yeah, because a lot of times they, they probably won't verify they won't check. And it probably helped get her, get her other gigs, too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So, I'm going to send this to JL Colvin on, on Facebook because, you know, he hates women. This will be good for him. Uh, <laughs> good material for his show. Um, but, yeah, um, so there's an interview she did with CNN in their iReport blog. Um, it's called Fur- Furious 7 world premiere with the only female stunt driver Suleen LaFontaine. it's since been taken down but here's what it used to say what was it like coming into an established movie franchise as a new kid on the block absolutely thrilling especially a franchise and being globally as Fast and Furious being both an actress and stunt driver there is no better film to be involved in what cars did you drive I drove both hero cars as well as nondescript cars Bugatti, McLaren, Dodge Charger, and a few others. It's just making it up hero cars. What was it like being the only female stunt dri- car driver? Female stunt drivers are far and few in between. It's hard to break into the stunt industry, even harder if you are a female. But to be the only female stunt driver on the set of this magnitude was absolutely mind-blowing. I feel very honored and blessed. What was the most difficult stunt you did as a stunt driver on Furious 7? The rally, avoiding collisions at that speed on the track. What rally?
4: <laughs>
1: I watched the whole fucking movie. Was, was there a rally in there? mm How fast are you driving? Speed varies depending on the scenes. My top speed on the set was 140 miles per hour. Where did you drive? Most of my driving was for the film was in the desert. She literally just saw the trailer because there's no fucking driving. Remember when they go to the desert? Mm-hmm. They only do the stunt where they jump from building to building, which is completely CGI. Mm that's it there's no other chase scene they're there ever. oh wow wow I, like i maybe because when they catch up with Statham, i don't think that's in the desert anymore
0: Oh no, like like the way she might be talking about how he took her out to like this desert area and they
1: drove down a strip right like but that you, was just one time right like are you and that wasn't a rally or any wow I, okay she just saw the trailer i'm gonna do this next time i see a trailer you know the hardest thing about filming Terminator Genesis was jumping out of the helicopter <laughs> and talking to Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was young, because he was only like twenty seven at one point in film, and that was hard. Oh, let's see. It, if the cars from Furious Seven could talk about the movie, what would they say? Let's ride as if it was our last, with a bunch of exclamation points. Did you feel the overshadow the overshadow of Paul Walker while filming? Absolutely. What you? How would you feel as a stunt? <laughs> Fast and Furious storylines have always been about the dynamic between Paul Walker and Vin Diesel. Without Paul, to wrap up the filming was extremely tough on everyone. The mood was very somber, but the job had to be done. The film had to be complete. It definitely was not an easy task. I think they gave a terrific tribute to Paul at the end of the film. It was completely teary-eyed. I was completely teary-eyed at the premiere. What was it like attending Furious Seven world premiere, knowing you were one of the people that made it work at the same time, knowing that you were one of the unknown stunt men? Proud, very proud, so many amazing people were involved. Furious Seven is definitely a stunt film. Having worked in the industry for a while now as a stunt driver, I'm used to the idea of being part of a team. It is not about the recognition. Passion is key. I love what I do. I feel very blessed to be able to wake up each day and do exactly what I love most. Professionally speaking, of course, whether it be acting or stunt driving, being known for my craft has never been the reason that drives me. Acting, driving, and riding is in my blood. It's a, it's a lifelong passion, and I'm just simply grateful I am able to live my passion. So that article got com- noted by the, noticed by the stunt community, obviously
0: right that's a big community and it's big and small like you know it's big as far as you know they do a lot but it's small as far as very 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 few people that actually do stunts like this
1: right yeah uh they said there's a huge number of red flags here if you're in the stunt community first what rally and the claim that her top speed on the set was 140 miles per hour is absolutely absurd I actually spoke with Joel Kramer, the supervisor and stunt coordinator on Fast and Furious 7. He said, he confirmed that in a multi-car chase scene, the cars will be traveling 25 to 50 miles per hour max. On camera, 30 miles per hour can be made to look like 130 miles per hour with ease. And any speed beyond that um, only introduces safety issues. LaFontaine didn't limit her claims to just the premiere, of course, in addition to the number uh, to a number of smaller websites and podcast interviews she gave had repeated her claims, she took every public opportunity to voice them as well. Like in this interview with New York Fashion Times, uh, where it says skip to one twenty to hear. Okay.
0: Uh, And what what happened to the real female people that are like, bitch, I'm out here really doing this bullshit, you lying
11: acting and stunt driving a lot of car commercials and feature films. And What does
12: what does stunt car driving involve? I mean it's a lot of preparation isn't it?
11: Definitely a lot of preparation. Um, for me it started out when I was very young and started riding motorcycles just being a daredevil. Grew up with brothers um, and just kind of like you know just enjoy fast cars and speed and um, I kind of like fell into it being on set as an actress and uh, I was asked to be in a film and then Next thing I know, I got licensed in Europe with the International Standards Association, and even here in Los Angeles too, got certified here again, and um, just been working a lot. It's um, it's terrific, and but it's uh, it's exhilarating, but it's a lot of hard work, and it it's quite uh, yeah it's tremendous.
12: And I hear um, you typically go into cars and you don't use the brakes.
11: Well, we rig the brakes a lot um, so that there's a lot of um, control on our part. And obviously you test out every car that you ride beforehand um, and using the emergency brake, basically rigging the e-brakes. That's what we call it.
1: Rigging the e-brakes. That's what we call it.
0: So, so I have um, People question. Want... So she is a stunt driver. She's... No.
1: she's. Oh, this is a lie. Oh, so she's not even in the stunt driving community. No, she's just smooth making this shit up.
0: Oh, I thought she was a stunt driver that lied about making this film.
1: She She's not even a stunt. She she don't do stunts at all. No, she's made all this shit up. She's not in the field. She's not a stunt driver. She's none of this shit. Wow. Uh, and Joel Kramer said, she says they don't use brakes when they drive. That's insane. And what's rigging the e-brake? That's horse shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, so I see what's this. so the people that are really in the community was like, uh, this bitch is lying, like and you know, I bet you they was like, Did y'all have y'all seen her? I don't know who
5: she is. Y'all seen because
0: I guarantee you a lot of them in that community have worked together before.
1: Well, she admits that she's uh Um lied now. She she got caught out there. If
0: she made any money I would sue her.
1: hmm Um and uh she so she put a post post on her facebook page say apologizing for the fabrication inappropriate and misleading claims i made concerning my involvement in the movie by the way what is this what is this like the second asian woman that we had that lied about movie shit on the show i can't remember this the other one but it was like late earlier or late last year we covered a lady that just she's just making shit up like why why are you lying remember the woman that kept superimposing herself in, in pictures.
0: Yes, like that, she had went to all these... Uh, oh, no, that one was Latina, that's right. She was right. Latina, yeah, like she had went to all these shows and shit like that, yes.
1: Ah, uh, Anyway, which is to say basically all of her claims, including she is a professional stunt driver, she was a stunt driver for the film, she drove basically all the cars in the most interesting scenes, she's one of the few female stunt drivers, she was the only female stunt driver in the movie, she's just simply grateful she was able to live her passion. Not surprisingly, the professional stunt community didn't appreciate the comments she gave, and that some outlets reported not that not what she said on the red carpet during the film's debut, which she somehow got into. Yeah. Here's an apology in full, which doesn't include the comments of people scoffing at her, calling her delusional. With the utmost humility, I. Re- and regret, I wish to apologize to the stunt community, the production crew of Furious 7 and Universal Studios for fabrication, inappropriate, and misleading claims I made concerning my involvement in the movie. My behavior was extremely inappropriately inappropriate and lacked the respect the stunt community deserves. More importantly, I take this opportunity to apologize to Debbie Evans and all the stunt women for attempting to take credit for their work in the movie. Ask their forgiveness with a serious regret and remorse, Sun Lee LaFontaine. So,
0: you got is on My bad. Mm-hmm. Whoops. Yeah yeah like it would not him the Universal was like bitch no
1: right it's not about the easiest shit like max and Nee would have found this in 15 minutes on catfish right.
0: they, they took it took it and dropped it into google search and found her ass
1: yeah son lee lafontaine if that's your email name
0: right and it goes to show the the, the laziness of media just 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 in her like nobody <sighs> Fucking editors, 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 research people. Like, y'all fire these people, and then you wonder why shit ain't right.
1: Yeah, she's a stunt. Uh, DMX talked about that robbery, uh, that he was accused of in New Jersey. Uh, the TMZ. It's cause they be-
3: TMZ be on it. What happened out there, man? Is, um, is any of this true? This guy claimed he's- systematic?
12: I do not recall the incident in which you are referring to. Yeah, I mean, he- I have no idea what it's about. I mean- It comes to the territory, you know, people are going to take shots, you know, try to accuse you of things. It's not the first thing I've been accused of that I didn't do, you know. Um, If I'd have did it, you'd have known about it, like for real, you know. But I wouldn't be able to, you know, travel as freely as I do if I did it. Yeah. Yeah, my lawyer showed me um, there's nothing to worry about. No. So they, they were saying there's some cameras at this
3: place and that, like, he's... You know, the cops are looking into it. Like, you won't even be on these cameras is what
12: you're saying? Maybe I wouldn't be on the You weren't even there in that place. Oh, no. Um, but we stopped at a gas station. Um, I don't recall any um, incident happening. You know, I make way more than that doing a show. So, like, why would I want that type of trouble for myself? If things like that don't happen, then I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. You know, it's like the, uh, the harder the devil works at trying to destroy me is because I'm special to God. So, you know, um, not that I look forward to these problems, but I face them knowing that the word says no weapon formed against me shall prosper.
1: Yo, he did it. He did it. Oh, mm-hmm. damn Max. Damn Max did it, dog. Sorry, but first he went from like, ha ha, of course I didn't do it, to I mean, we stopped at a gas station as soon as dude said, so you're not going to be on camera? Well, we stopped at a gas station. Uh, I mean, we were in New Jersey. I'm like, wait a minute, dog! hold up.
0: <laughs> I mean. Ayanna tried to fix his life. It didn't work, did it?
1: It didn't take it. I that think he was like taking. one of
0: the first people.
1: Karoochee's still going strong, but uh, DMX is already worn off. Uh, lawyer, uh, Mike, uh, Mark Jones has a commercial out, Karen. I don't know if you ever heard of this. Columbus, Georgia. It's your boy, Mike Jones. And if you're ever Ooh. in a situation. Mike Jones. Who? you're ever in a situation, ever in need, all you got to do is call my lawyer, Mark Jones.
12: Mark, jo- <laughs> <laughs> I'll put
4: this Mark in a, Jones. I'll
1: put this in the chat because you had to see, guys. Mike Jones. Oh, this is the best. The rapper. Who you guys might remember from back then. Hoes didn't want me. Now, hot hoes all on me. Right. Uh, he is in a commercial promoting a lawyer and they and he's in full rap attire and he's walking and it says double platinum recording artist Mike Jones attorney Mark Jones who doesn't say a word so far and and Mike Jones is walking in shaking hands at the lawyer's office sitting at the desk talking to him it's so good in a situation ever in need all you gotta do is call my lawyer
12: Mark Jones Mark Jones who? Mark Jones who? Mark Jones and he gonna get you right, whatever.
0: It is. <laughs> yes, he gonna get you right. He
4: said Mark
12: Jones. Mark Jones, who? Mark Jones and he gonna get you right, whatever it is. That's right, Columbus, Georgia. If you need legal help, Mark Jones is your lawyer.
1: Tell him Mike. Hey, I already told you my situation's straight. Y'all need to do the
3: same. Need a two, two, five, two? Bye, bye, bye. Boom boom. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's great! Isn't that dude is the whitest of the white? Mark Columbus, Jones.
3: Georgia. It's your boy Mike Jones. And if you're ever in a situation, ever in need, all you gotta do is call my lawyer, Mark Jones.
12: Mark Jones? Who? Mark Jones? Who? Mark Jones? And he gonna get you right, whatever it is. That's right, Columbus, Georgia. If you need legal help, Mark Jones is your lawyer. Tell him Mike. Hey, I already told you. My situation's
3: straight. I mean, My situation straight. Yep. In a motherfucking legal commercial.
1: Are yep. oh, we serious right now? He gon'
3: set you right. Do the same. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Bye. 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 Boom boom. Boom boom. Georgia. Um, yeah, they didn't. They didn't do the um commercial number long enough because it was like two five five two five five five. Like I wanted him to really get into that, but they never played it. Two, five, five, two, five, five, five. Who? Mark Jones. Mark Jones, dude. <laughs>
0: yes, Mark Jones.
1: Dog. He gonna take care of you, such your thing. I'm good. One look at his face. No thanks, sir. Uh, Karen, you're a big fan of bacon. Yes, I am. People might know from the show. Well, there's a Kickstarter that might interest you. Okay. Hi, my name
6: is Howard Bender, and I'm the inventor of Schmakin'. Shmaken is beef's answer to bacon. Years ago, I was eating some turkey bacon with a friend, and we both decided that no, this just isn't gonna cut it. Turkey bacon sucks. Over the course <laughs> of the last three years, no! I've been developing a product that we call Shmaken, Beef's answer to bacon, a whole muscle beef product that crisps, curls, and smells that smoky flavor just like you would think of when you're eating bacon. If you're a pork bacon lover, have no fear. America, we weren't trying to replace pork bacon when we were developing Shmaken. but, Shmaken has some great benefits over traditional pork bacon. It's, it's lower in calories, lower in fat, and lower in sodium than almost all of the pork bacons that are out on the market today. And now, if we're replacing anything, we're trying to look at some of the alternatives that are out there and say, you know what? You don't need to eat turkey bacon anymore because there's a great alternative to your pork bacon that you can have for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. The perfect hybrid of pastrami and bacon. and. I don't know, it's amazing. We're big fans of it here, and we'll continue to use it. I love that for as long as I've been in the industry, that it was something brand new. Check out the National Restaurant Association. In 2014, Schmaken was a recipient of their National Food and Beverage Innovation Award. You've heard of the guys that say beef It's what's for dinner? The National Cattlemen's Beef Association? Big sponsor. They're helping us reach out to cattlemen's associations all over the country. Now check out this short video with Ted Brunson, a local Chicago celebrity, telling about Schmaken. You think this is bacon, it's not pork, it's Schmaken. It's an everyday thing now, but it's healthier. I want to introduce you to Howard Bender, graduate of the Culinary Institute of America, executive chef at a few places. Now you are the mad scientist of meat. What is Schmaken? As we've gone through this process over the last two years, we've come up with a product called Schmaken. Smoked and cured glazed beef slices, the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, (NCBA), the guys that say beef... Alright,
1: I don't want to read the rest, but what do you think? Would you try some schmaken? Sh- fuck yes. Think it's going to replace bacon? No, but fuck yes i try. It looks delicious. Alright. It'd probably be good on some sushi. Mm, sounds like it's making you hungry.
0: Yeah, it sure is. I don't even know where to buy it
1: uh can you well buy have, it? it's a kickstarter so oh, i guess they're trying saying, to make money so they can produce it yeah, really by side, i
0: ain't never i ain't never been to the grocery store and they be like besides your beef chops some snaking.
1: Sm- yeah well there you go it looks delicious mm-hmm. i bet you it's good too uh let's see what else i want to talk about um all right let's do let's go to fucking with black people it's about that time um, are you sure what did we not did we already talk about it or something?
0: Oh, we already been fucked with it before, but we can. What do we do? All them sad stories at the top of the story. We we talk about the kids dying in in Africa. We talked about the gay sad gay news. Well, that was just gay news. Them. That's
1: just gay okay. news. Yeah. Alright, so there you go. Just fucking with those black people, we're just fucking with those blacks, we're just fucking with, fucking with black people. That's right guys, time to play the game that we all hate to play, it's fucking with black people. The game where we score articles from 0 to 100 at in intervals of 25 on how much we feel fucked with as black people, today's contestants, a lot of different people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, fucking with them, fuck with me, so I'm, I'm sorry, I, I was
1: just kinda already... <laughs> with my bad here's uh the first one uh a white kid is caught at coachella let me say caught but
4: uh Ah.
1: at coachella singing very enthusiastically along to drake uh singing nigga out loud oh so did you see it Mm-hmm. so basically he's singing the chorus to crew love and he said there's a room full of niggas and he was just singing along with the words mm-hmm. i saw a lot of people on twitter getting very upset about this uh at oh, least yeah. in my timeline this is happening at like three in the morning so it wasn't like everybody was up
0: right like i like the coach when coachella comes on because i think last year we seen outcast so yeah. it was up to like six in the morning last year when it came mm-hmm. on. Uh, but yeah, that shit is like on during the course of the night over here.
1: Yeah, so uh, what did you think, Karen? Uh, zero to a hundred? How uh, how, fin- how in a, uh fuck with are you about the white kid saying nigga at Drake's concert?
0: I would say zero because I guarantee you this happens at every concert and he just, this white dude just happened to be the one that they had a camera glued on his face but he wasn't the only one that said it.
1: Yeah, I have zero problem with this. And I think most people have zero. I mean, some people had an issue with it on, on the timeline. I'm like, what the fuck? Who cares? He paid his tickets to the fucking concert. The, the songs got the N word in it. I don't have a problem with comedians say the N word, you know, like it, it depends, you know, like obviously every cha- yeah. case is different, right. but
0: that's how I look at it. Just case the idea different. of
1: being like, you come to this concert and you can't say the N word. Cause you white, like, I don't even know how that fuck you would... I don't even know how people expect that to work. And for all white people to go by that rule, that's crazy. Yeah, it's... A, yeah, zero. I didn't feel I fuck with it at all. I saw people going in on it, and I was like, maybe you just don't like Drake or something, but, you know, they do that shit for OutKast. They do that shit for Jay-Z. They do it for your faves. Yes, they do. Kanye West, he got a whole full of them talking about, I don't... You know, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but I ain't messing with no bro, nigga. Like, come all on. Right. Um... Let's see what else is going on for fucking with black people. Uh black tenant was called the N-word at the complaint, but apartment managers claimed that Facebook was hacked. <laughs> you know how it is. Facebook get hacked uh of your apartment. Um because Al Qaeda's always looking for them at the Timber Lodge apartments. <laughs> Got to be careful. ISIS is hacking it's them. It's
12: one Facebook post a Dallas woman will never forget after a fight over maintenance with her apartment complex. She says they fired back with a racist slur. David Schechter talked to her tonight. By the way,
1: it just happened to be during a fight that they got hacked and called her a nigger. Get mm-hmm. the fuck
12: out of here. He joins us now live with much more. David,
13: <sighs> Donna, in a statement, the complex is apologizing and now says its Facebook account, which is run by a third party, was hacked. The renter who finds the incident degrading says she doesn't buy any of that. It started with a dingy bathtub. When Thermika Mueller, an Iraq War veteran, moved into Timber Lodge Apartments, she said she noted the condition of the tub and was told it would be fixed.
3: It's years and years of grime just caked in there. It just doesn't come out. And all I wanted was my tub fixed, resurfaced. That's it like it was supposed to be before I moved in.
13: That was August, and it's not fixed yet. So she took her anger out with a negative review of Timber Lodge, posted on the complex's Facebook page.
3: I just went on there and did the review so everyone else wouldn't fall for it.
13: It's kind of the kind of the nuclear option. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that's when things escalated. After some back and forth, she got a message back from the Timber Lodge Facebook account, calling her the N-word.
3: And then that's when I went on with the racial slur in all capital letters and Right there on the post.
13: Are you feeling hurt right now?
3: I feel insulted. I feel degraded. I feel embarrassed. I... Not cool.
1: At all. Bridge pro-
3: There's a room full
0: of niggas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, that's just listening to also awesome Drake. Uh, apparently, so she was like,
0: uh, "I fought in a, in the a war, and how did I come back to deal with this bullshit?"
13: Mm-hmm. Property management, which operates Timber Lodge, calls this a regrettable act of cyber vandalism, and writes, "We are working with Facebook, our vendor, and, if appropriate, legal authorities to determine the circumstances surrounding the situation. We intend to cooperate to the fullest extent with any police investigation." into this matter they're blaming this on being hacked do you do you buy that
3: not at all i think that's outrageous
1: <laughs> they showed a picture of the facebook status and it just says nigger
0: right <laughs> that don't make no goddamn sense for it to be a hack and it just so happened to respond to your one post versus <laughs> any other black person that would have been on there and like they didn't harass anybody else on the post. No, he was not hacked. Somebody went up, went in there, logged in, had access to it and called you a nigger because they just didn't want to deal with your bullshit.
13: Residents at Timber Lodge are African-American as are most of the staff who work in the front office, which has Mueller scratching her head. She says she's now considering hiring an attorney to hire, to file a housing discrimination lawsuit mm-hmm. reporting live in the newsroom david Schechter, channel
1: eight news all right care zero to a hundred
0: now this one i'm fucked with and i know nigga was using this one but it's a different <laughs> circumstance there was no drake and no hot beat playing in the background so you don't get no excuse for that
1: you got an apartment full of niggas yeah now this one get a hundred <laughs> give it a hundred too <laughs> jesus christ man what yeah nobody was rapping mm-hmm Oh, my God. You could not do that.
0: <laughs> no, you can't. Talking about hacking. Nobody, there was no other post and no shit like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Might even be one of the black people that did it. don't matter. You still did it.
1: Oh, um, all right. Well, well, all right. Here's one. Amy Schumer, who's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, she came out with a, a a new teaser for her um, Inside Amy Schumer comedy show, which is coming back on Comedy Central. And it's a song called Milk, Milk, Lemonade.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and I'll play it for you. I'll put it, put it in the chat so people can see it for themselves. But, uh.
8: When you fall in love, everything is brighter, bolder, more intense. Oh, New-
1: well, let's get an advertisement first. Uh, But I do wor- wonder if how people going to feel about this. I'll just play it for you, and then I'll let you tell me. I saw it earlier today. I haven't seen anybody have a problem with it yet. Okay.
2: Milk lemonade, milk, milk, lemonade.
11: Round the corner fudges made. Milk, milk, lemonade. Burroughs.
3: ladies ain't nothing better than a big beautiful sexy booty but bottom line no matter how far in the behind you better call that onion what it really is that's just a fudge machine turn up
1: hey yes that was Matthew man Lemonade,
3: where Your poop comes out,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, you know, it was. I think, I think. Well, first of all, uh, how do you feel about it? Do you feel like it's okay? It's not That's okay?
0: hilarious, yes.
1: All right, because my guess is some people are gonna have to accuse it of uh, you know, appropriating black culture. Mm-hmm what do you think because you know sometimes people say like oh twerking you know iggy azalea even if it's in jest there's been people that like you can't use black people as like our culture as a joke even uh now she had black people in there she had Amber rose in there but i know people have accused that of being props and stuff so what do you think you think uh still zero or a hundred or whatever what do you think
0: oh this this gets a zero i think for me uh, when I look at situations like this, I look at context clues. I look at um, how's being presented, and it's presented as a big, huge joke. Like it's it's presented in a in a funny manner. It's presented in a sketch. You know, you brought Emma Rose on, you brought Meth on, like the whole thing. I mean, you you fucking throwing toilet tissue up in the air. Meth Man breaking out in a dance. Um, you know, you got to me is is funny and also i think that um i applaud her as a woman for poking fun and making jokes uh and like i said i don't i don't have a problem with this at all and the thing about it is that mm, i don't know if i would have a problem if a man did it uh but i know i don't have a problem with her doing it
1: yeah yeah i actually um i like the point she's making i think it's very funny um, because, you know, we do sexualize different um stuff. And I love the kids' nursery rhyme. Mm-hmm. Milk milk N- lemonade round the corner fudges made. Um and the idea that yeah, we love the booty, but yeah, it does uh that is where the the, the brown stuff comes out, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's funny. I wasn't offended. I'm not mm-hmm. a black woman though. I don't I and I also don't really get offended over cultural appropriation as much as a lot of other people do. Um so, to me, I just thought it was funny and a good time and very well done. I liked she had Amber Rose in it. thought it was kind of cute, and that was really the end for me. But, yeah, I was, you know, so I would give it a zero, you know. But I just wonder if, um, you know, if if everybody's going to give it a zero or w- are we going to start seeing, like, the think pieces come out for this Oh, or yeah, not?
0: those are coming because, like you said, you have some people that, honestly, I think we're, we're at a space now, I don't mean no harm, where – People don't have senses of humor or they only have senses of humor about shit that they think is funny and shit that they don't think is funny. All of a sudden that sense of humor ends Mm. and all of a sudden I am offended and I'm mad and I'm upset because I don't think X, Y and Z is funny. Um, But, you know, for me and you are, we think anything's funny and a lot of people don't. I don't think it's funny. I think it was presented in a funny manner. They poked fun. They made jokes. Even if a man did this, if it's presented in the right manner, it's still a funny sketch. Yeah. To me, in my mind, but that's but that's just me.
1: Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. This is where my poop comes out. Right. It kind of remind me of uh, like a you know like somebody saw um, anaconda and was like this is hilarious because. You know, at the end of the day, that's where the poop comes out of the of people, and keep we're just like, all like, "Look at that
0: ass." Keep it simple, people.
1: I don't know. I thought it was fun. Um, it, was. it gets a zero. Let's get to the sadder news uh, for fucking black people. Walter Scott shooting. Officer laughs about adrenaline rush in recording. What happens next?
9: Well, here I'm, I'm sure sweat will be on the way. We'll get you up to headquarters. Okay. We'll get you up there. Um, Probably once we get you there, we'll take all and let you take your crap off, take your stuff off. It's kind of relaxing. we are going to want to interview you. It'll be real, once they get here, it'll be real quick. They're going to tell you you're going to be off for a couple of days, and we'll come back and interview you then. They're not going to ask you any kind of questions right now. Okay. Um, they're going to take your weapon, um, and we'll go, we'll go from there. That's pretty much it. They're going to probably wait. The last one we had, they waited a couple of days to, to interview, official interview, like sit down and yeah. see what happened. What well, probably when you get home? It'll probably be a good idea to... Jot down your thoughts or what, what happened. Yeah. Okay. Once you, your adrenaline and stuff.
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I so
1: like Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I could just barely make him out laughing a little bit. He's like, ha ha. But um. It sounded like he was more laughing about the fact that he was coming down off this adrenaline high. Maybe he was nervous or whatever. Possibility. Because uh, uh, it says, um, by the time you get home, it will probably be a good idea to kind of jot down your thoughts on what happened. The senior officer says, you know, once the adrenaline quits pumping, and he says, oh, it's pumping, uh, laughing. And then the senior officer says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So... I don't know. You think they get better fucking audio for police shit, but apparently not. All right. They can't make a police podcast, that's for sure. I'm new. Now that you're retired. Uh, the camera continued recording for another hour and captured a conversation between Slagger and a senior officer. Cell phone call to Slagger C33 uh, about, about five minutes before his conversation with the senior officer. Also, partly recorded. Hey, hey, everything okay, Slagger said. After iPhone ringtone was heard, following the inaudible section, Slagger then appears to say, he grabbed my taser. Yeah, yeah, he was running from me. Slagger's wife, Jamie, is eight months pregnant with the first. I don't give a fuck. I hate when they do that. I understand that he got a life, too, but I really hate how they do that. They don't do that for the victim.
0: Right. The victim don't have no humanity, but yeah. cops always have humanity.
1: Right. It, 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 for for, Walt, for uh, Mr. Scott, it's, uh, yeah, 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 he uh, old child support, so, you know. He you know, he got arrested one time in nineteen ninety five, so mm-hmm. there
0: you go. He's there the right to die.
1: Right. You know. Meanwhile they both were in the Coast Guard, but you know, no need to report that. That that's we'll report that the cop was in the Coast Guard and has a pregnant wife. We won't report any children or family that Mr. White leaves behind. Right. because uh, we
0: cause we wanna show the cops humanity. Everybody has humanity.
1: Right. Um <clears throat> Uh, let's see what else happened. Oh, uh a woman Uh, who, you know, was having, like, sounds like a mental break or just some issues mentally, Mm -hmm. a black woman. She died in police custody after she was tased four times with uh, 50,000 votes. Uh, This is after she was put in a... uh, Police officers had full biohazard suits, put her in restraints, uh, put that thing, you know, so you can't like spit on them and all that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, shocked- so she was already strapped down, but she
0: couldn't basically hurt anybody, right? Right. She okay. W- so
1: she wouldn't bend her knees to be placed into a chair. So they shocked her four times, and then she ended up being placed on life support, and she died.
0: Oh yeah, I would sue you.
1: So she was thirty-seven years old. Um, you know, she was acting unstable.
0: That's because you mental conditions, right? Right,
1: right. Mm-hmm. And which uh, if you're black, death said it's death said You can't be having mental conditions out here. Are you crazy?
0: Right. And I, and f- what where does this ha- where did this happen at?
1: Um and I met Walter Scott earlier. So I was gonna write in and say I said white. That was an accident, Scott. Um uh this happened in oh, don't get me wrong. Let me see. Fairfax County. Um uh, I don't know. Uh Washington, Washington.
0: DC or
1: Washington state. Uh it just says see, Washington. Let me see. Mm, Washington DC. Okay. So, yep, they uh she ended up getting killed, man. Um Mhm.
0: If and, and for me <clears throat> uh with my mother being mentally ill, I'll aside, out like that's kind of one fear that I have with her Mm -hmm. um, is for the fact that uh, she's mentally ill and unstable. And uh, it's one of those things where they, when the police come at mentally ill people, they treat them just like anybody else. Like they're not trained a lot of times to deal with people that are mentally ill and unstable, you know, and it's one of those things where, you know, that's just my biggest fear that I'm going to get a phone call from somebody uh, at her halfway home or where she's at telling me something tragic has happened to her because she had an interacting interaction with them or freaked out or didn't respond to them or didn't obey whatever they told her to uh, obey. And it's, um, for me personally, it's one of the, uh, well, it can happen anywhere, <clears throat> but I know particularly down South, a lot of our laws are not friendly to mentally ill people. I know here in North Carolina, you can sign yourself out without getting any uh, mental backgrounds or checks or anything like that. But where she is now, you you can't do that. You you can't just sign yourself out and walk the streets and things like that. So for me, like, uh, this is kind of, truthfully, it's, it's just a fear of mine that, that I have to live with every day. And other black people that have parents and grandparents and nephews and nieces and sons and daughters that you already have a strike against you because you're black, but then you're mentally ill. That's like almost a double strike.
1: Mm-hmm. It's, you know, like anything, broken tail like death sentence, uh, you know, like... Right. God forbid you have mental illness because, yeah, if you don't comply with police officers, they're not trying to help at all. They seem to not even be trained in this. They just be trained to, to fucking kill people. Right. Um. So, no, no, this is crazy. Um. Let's see, what else was that? There was another one. Oh, that deputy who killed that dude who said when he's like, I'm going for my taser, and he went for his gun. Um, he is an insurance executive who pays to play cop. You know, I think, uh, oh, so, Drew brought it up yesterday on the show, um, that yeah, the he, guy was like 73
0: and donate.
1: Yeah. He donate stuff to the police officer. And in, in turn, they let him get to like, pretend to be a police officer.
0: I have a question. Maybe it's me. and I don't understand. How the fuck is this legal? All right. How can you give money to goddamn play cop? How can you like like This is
1: like that show with Steven Seagal where he would just tag along with the police and he was like a honorary deputy and shit and they pull over and harass black people and shit. You know, like it's you know. Like, like, I, it like, like that but real and then someone died. Right. And and
0: and and, <clears throat> and my thing is this. Cops go through training and they go through a process. You know they go through school. You know they have all these you know, um measures that they have to meet. And my thing is this, you fucking seventy something years old. You ain't got no business out there trying to run and go at nobody. I'm sorry. Once your body gets to a certain age, you need to especially jobs that are physical, you have to retire for a reason. He had no business out my personal opinion, he had no business out there in the first place. Mm hmm. Obviously. Because what well, because what, what would have happened if this person would have hurt this man? Mm-hmm. Versus him shoot killing him. What happened if he would have hurt him? This story would have broke completely differently.
1: Right. Um, so uh, he uh, shot him and killed him, you know, obviously 73. Uh, Clark states that uh, Major Shannon Clark said Bates is a highly, highly regarded member of the Reserve Deputy Program who was assisting the Sheriff's Office Violent Crimes Task Force when Harris was shot. Uh, Bates is one of many wealthy donors among the agency's 130 Reserve Deputies. There are lots of wealthy people in the reserve program. Many of them make donations of items. That's not unusual at all.
0: Which I, I don't have problem with them donating and I don't have problem with them giving, but they should not be allowed to actually go and carry guns and, and, and all this shit when they are not properly trained. Yeah.
1: Well, even their charitable donations and private giving, I mean, probably can lead to some undue influence, right? Right. Whether it be a position as a, deputy or just having him look other ways or shit
0: right he had no business there
1: um it says it's not he's not compensated for his time so he's basically just paying to play you know uh it's classified as an advanced reserve meaning he can do anything a full-time deputy can do although he had training experience for the arrest team he's not assigned to the arrest team clark said a base role assistant task force he came to render aid during the altercation but he's in a support role during the operation. That means keeping notes, doing counter-surveillance, things like that. So he overstepped why, his bounds.
0: Why the fuck does he have a gun?
1: Right. Why is he even got a gun then?
0: Okay. If why is he
1: even got a fucking taser at that point? Right. If you we're, not, You're supposed to be taking notes and surveying shit. If
0: you're a support squad. Like, that's my whole point. And to me, this is going to... I hope, my personal opinion, I hope this leads to a lawsuit, and I hope this leads to laws changing, telling them, just because you fucking give us money does not mean you're allowed to go on the street and goddamn play
1: cop. Typically, those reserve officers work traffic control or parking lot patrols during safe shopper operations during the holiday season.
0: I can deal with that. Like, like That's cool. Like, mm-hmm. There's certain things that you can do, but you shouldn't be allowed to go get criminals.
1: The district attorneys have yet to decide if they'll press charges against them. But uh, yeah. got to kill that dude and uh play some cop, Karen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. pay to play, and I and and it would not surprise me, and 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 maybe this is my bias. I of them hundred thirty people black, or of any or any oh, ethnicity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that plays a role too. If if a black person gave the same money that they have, would you allow them to do the same thing? Would you allow them to carry a gun and go on this shit? But you know. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have a problem with it, because you pay to play, and, and other people pay and probably give donations that are from different ethnicities. But I guarantee you, you don't allow them to do what he does.
1: Yep, I agree. We aren't looking. So, yeah, I, I think, um, I, yeah, it's just problematic on every single level. Right. Like, you shouldn't you just, be allowed
0: to do that at all. I don't
1: mind. School crosses. I mean, you, there's a, a certain election. amount of, what was this doing? There's a certain amount of training you're supposed to have and shit. Right. Like, and, and no, but no, I'm saying he had it. Like, there's a certain yeah. amount of hours that you put in uh, in training, and then they give you the right to do anything a deputy can do or actual police officer can do. But it still doesn't seem like it's enough. No. Anyway, here's another story. The Hall
0: with details you'll
8: see only on ABC 7 News. Vic.
12: Well, we have learned that the internal police investigation is now over. The paperwork is on Police Chief Greg Sir's desk. Originally, there were four officers under investigation. That number expanded to 13, including a captain. Chief Sir tells us there will be suspensions and recommendations for firings. Police Chief Greg Sir confirmed to ABC7 News what we had heard from our sources. At least 3 officers will be suspended with a recommendation to the police commission that they be fired. The officers that go for a recommendation of nothing but termination will be suspended immediately and that'll be tomorrow before close of business. The offensive texts were released by federal prosecutors during a bail hearing last month for former SFPD officer Ian Firminger. He was convicted of public corruption in a federal court last December. The texts were exchanged between Furminger and four other officers, Michael Sellis, Michael Robeson, Rain Daugherty and Noel Swab. Robeson has since resigned. The other three were reassigned to units with no public contact. Well, I applaud him for seeing the light. However, Reverend Amos Brown, president of the San Francisco chapter of the NAACP, says there needs to be more reform. Not only have we had implicit bias in this department, but we've had overt, blatant behavior of racist practices that have been perpetrated against African Americans in this city. Chief Sir confirms there will be more suspensions to come soon. Vic Lee, ABC 7 News. So, uh, yeah, uh,
1: what would you give those last three stories, there?
0: Oh, everybody everybody everybody
1: get a hundred. Alright, I give ball hundred as well. Um mm-hmm. let's go to ball alert.
3: Here go 12 bars. Gucci man got nine cars. We don't call them dives no more on that. We call them five stars. Five star missus, that's a five star clip. That's a fake 45. That's a new L6. Pay a bill, get a half, fix might even pay a rent. And the way she give it to me, best money I ever spent. I, I can't even lie. I, I'm so super high. I, do not need her, will not keep her unless she is five. Gucci man a thug bean. your man, is a trussy. She love me now. She love you not, now. I want my bitches love me. You in Atlanta? Look a Gucci girl and beat me. You can find a five star hotel. You can meet me. Five star bitch, just a five star bitch, just a five star bitch, That's a five star bitch. Just your credit so high, feet nailed, state fly. Keep your juice box wet, lay your head something fine. You a five star
1: bitch? You a, a five star bitch? All right, let's get into it, guys. Here are your choices. Number one, Groupie Tales. I had a relationship with Michael Phelps, but now he's engaged? That's number one. Number two, so your baller wants to fly you out, blah, by Queen of Volume. Number three, Youngberg, groupie tale. Number four, are you knowingly dating a deadbeat, the deadbeat enabled by Nova Giovanni? And number five, K. Michelle breaks it off with Bobby Mays, says he's fame-hungry, Bobby Mays nudes. I will let you guys, guests, uh, pick the one you want. All right, chat room is up to y'all. Play some more five-star to y'all ready.
0: Fast up, bitch. You a
3: fast up, bitch. I want a fast up, bitch. I need a fast up, bitch. 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 I need a fast up, bitch. I want a fast up, bitch. It's your boy, you got it. I do great A shit. I'm a real nigga walking, and this the remix, and I'm still I'm looking for a five-star chick. When I catch her, I'ma bless her with a five-star kick.
0: You
1: tallied the votes, Karen?
0: Yeah, I look like one all is, right.
1: is winning this round. Number one. Karen takes this very seriously, guys. <laughs>
0: yeah, I do. I mean, i really be counting y'all votes.
1: Um, I had a relationship with Michael Phelps, but now he's engaged. Groupie Tales. Even Olympic gold medalists aren't safe from the infamous groupie tale. Today, we received a submission of Michael Phelps, complete with a photo. Check it all out below disclaimer group of tales are submitted by our readers we cannot confirm 100 accuracy of any story posted want to share your story email 118 at baller com. you can remain anonymous i had a relationship with michael phelps and it has become clear i was simply one of many Mm. everyone calls me a side chick but it needs to be made clear that he was single when we first started he even told me that he was just laying low until his now fiance Nicole Johnson went back home to California, oh, he got it with the late stay low and build. Mm-mm, that's how they get you, right? The sex was great, even when his dogs were busting to the room. Now, he probably could stay stay down on that pussy for hours. He don't need oh, to breathe. Yeah. Still so don't. He was probably swimming through it. There, uh, there. Uh, his dogs were busting the room because he is white guys. They're obsessed with being around him. He's a biter when he's close, and this is the hottest thing you've ever experienced. I plan to visit him at training camp in Colorado Springs during the girls' getaway to Denver. First of all, shame on you. You gonna ruin your girls' getaway. Y'all supposed to be hanging out as girls. You gonna go skiing and shit and you- see your man, right? Mm-mm. Uh this is the kind of stuff to get you out of impossible white man Jay's crew. Yeah, ain't it so? She was like, "You ain't going skiing? Huh? So you can imagine my shock when I saw he was he had proposed to Nicole that very weekend. Damn. I asked Michael many times was it serious with Nicole? And he said for the press it was, but not for him. So for the for the media, yes, but not him. Okay. He said not like that was the phrase he used. I could have taken it just fine if he didn't lie and make false promises. He didn't care about my feelings and I don't care about his. You didn't care
0: about his fiance either.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Why you say that?
0: Oh, so it was his girlfriend and she became his fiance.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She said he had a, uh, he, she thought they were dating and she was the main chick. (gasps) And then she started, you know, and she asked about this other chick and he was like, nah, baby ain't nothing.
0: Okay.
1: And it turns out he got engaged to her. Yeah. Right. Um, so she says he didn't care about my feelings and I don't care about his, which is why I'm posting this. Well, that's a lie. You're posting this cause you do care about his feelings and you want him to be hurt. Right. His fiance knows it's him in his, in this picture in the bathroom. She must use while she's there. I'm sure she threw out my purple toothbrush by now. Smiley face. He probably did. If it wasn't him in the picture, he wouldn't be trying so hard to hide his very distinct hip bone tattoos. Uh, he, we see the top peeking out, Michael. <laughs> On his tattoo. Damn, she, she was, she thorough. Uh, we see the top peek, peeking out, Michael. Far more explicit pictures will be next if he doesn't return my things. Oh lord! And before people point fingers again, remind yourself that his fiance started as an actual side chick. Ask him why he didn't claim her until he got out of rehab. fire mm. ah, fire! Snap! Snap! Uh, let's check the uh, comments. Beautiful Brownie says, blah, dot, dot, dot. So she was not impressed with this at all. Mm. And you know what? I can understand because we didn't get any groupie tail, really, not too much sex. He bites Mm. when he's close. You know what I mean? That's not enough. His dogs come in the room. Being very vague. Yeah. Did you blow the dogs? Because if not, I don't care. (laughs) Right. What's his backstroke like? You know what I'm saying? That's what we're trying to find out. Ah, How long did he hold his breath? Right. Was he doggy paddling in that doggy style? We don't know. Selena says, stop putting yourself out there like you're nothing, but then expect something like commitment. Wow. And Power Woman, Woman, a.k.a. Spicy says, they say a promise is a comfort to a fool. (laughs) Ah! He needed a warm body that night, and she a fool? Fell for it. She got comfortable. Like Selena says, stop putting yourself out there like that and expecting commitment. Both men and women are fooled by the predators in life. People know how to spot those people who are eager bright-eyed and easy to take advantage of in life you're either predator or prey you never know when you're being preyed upon when someone is lying to you or fixing to take advantage of you read dr phil's life code well this uh uh, okay that was the end of that one nico rose said well this read more like revenge than a tale i'm inclined to believe this is true v says i believe this tale too i believe he knew she thought they were more than just a hit and run duo Yes, sometimes we play the fool, but other times we are genuinely hooked when the D is so good and refuse our emotions for love. It had like seven O's in that good. And let's not let men off the hook for purposely misleading women or either, on either, on either, cause we all know they do, uh, we all know they do like to keep the sex going. All I know is I find his abs and back quite impressive. Smiley face. Uh, empower woman aka spicy because that last comment was obviously about her says at v i agree when the d is good also when the person is also a celeb some get starstruck ignoring some obvious signs sugar bear finally wraps it up with good d and low self-esteem are a dangerous combination (laughs) good d and low self-esteem I think she convinced herself that this relationship was more than what it was. She was aware that he was seeing someone else. So why is she mad? He didn't lie about the other women. So their relationship obviously wasn't exclusively. Uh I think she meant exclusive. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't matter if he said he wasn't serious about his fiance because she knew there was at least one other person involved. I wonder if this woman was dating other people or did she assume that she was in a relationship with Michael because she was sleeping with him? I bet a dollar it's the latter. I'm gonna leave a comment, and I'm gonna say this groupie tale is horrible. <laughs> we didn't get any details on his backstroke, his doggy, uh, <laughs> what is a doggy? What do they call it? Dog? Uh, I'll just say doggy paddle, in quotes. <laughs> paddle, or if. She let him stroke her breast.
4: <laughs>
1: I feel like I learned more about his actual doggy style than the doggy style. No thanks. We are not pleased with this one. Did she even get some of that fire-ass chronic? Maybe he cut her loose because she was the one keeping him high all the time. Mm. And the other girl helped him stay clean. All right. There we go.
0: Those are our comments. Yeah. Awesome. She ain't chasing those suckers. Nah. Mess with real
3: niggas, she ain't never fuck the bosses. So nah. your cars and your jewelry, nah. she really don't excited. Yeah. No. All them mean yeah. ass hoes yeah. in the club won't fight nah. She was born in the eight, yeah. When to school yeah. in D.C. Jumped, yeah. jumped yeah. in Dallas, Texas, This yeah. she move yeah. to Tennessee. Yeah. If you ain't a five star, throw go ahead and yeah. yeah. they doin'. She's quick, doin' it better make your yeah. face. It a five star. It ain't a five star. Yeah. I ain't a five star, you ain't a five star. Bitch. I'm, a five star
2: bitch. I'm a five star bitch, cause I ain't that other bitch. She be struggling for her from the boom, I been rich. I ain't Gotta the talk about the, the money and the shoot game yeah. All you gotta do is Google, Google Trina see the food, man None of these hoes doing shows in the They Their in get declined and they suffering a depression, depression. While I'm spending meals signing all kind of deals I'm a five star chick checking five star meals My whole lifestyle life coming to America All my Louis love, you see my bag how I carry her Walking through the airport loving a parade on my hologram trip
3: Logging on the E trade. Just a five star. Just Just a five star. Just Just a five star. Just a five star. Just a five star. Just a a five star. a five star. And you a five star. a five a five star. a five a five star. a a five star. a a five star. a a five star.
2: I an epiphany, I, I need to go to Tiffany Bendy tiff- tiff- on my slippers tiff- and my cookies tiff- always slippery tiff- I don't need tiff- help, I pay my bills tiff- on time I be so just, fuck like a tiff- dildo tiff- sign mama, you a I'm I ain't sleeping when, when I'm your your man in my dream car I like Fendi Put my ice in I was in the chair, I was gluing my wheel when you hit the stage, they was born what and leaving, leaving. Young
1: money,
3: red flag, no more auditions Hold the I no saw
1: bitches Alright, let's get into the other game that we have Do it! Now that it's time for some guest the Race That's right, it's guest the Race time Now that it's time for some guest the Race that's right, it's Guess
3: the Race time!
1: Ba-dum-bum. That's right, it's time for Guess the Race! The number one game show going across all the podcast land. We read and play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race! And the chat room's racist. Alright, let's get to these stories. This is what y'all came here for, this racism. Right. Um, There's a shooting suspect in Indiana... Who uh authorities he say, hey man, need you guys uh need you to turn yourself in. You guys know how it is. And uh he said, uh, I will next week. <laughs> but as far as this weekend, I'm chilling. Uh Metro police are still trying to track down a man wanted for sh- a shooting that injured five people last week, <laughs> including Three children. Shit.
3: <laughs> Three children. Is it uncle when I feel like it?
1: What? Okay. Nothing about your kids. Things I did not know were possible. <laughs> right. Until this moment, um, he refuses to surrender and sh- should be considered armed and dangerous. Dominique Stone, 24, just the race, is wanted on several warrants. Investigators said they received a tip Stone plans to turn himself in, but not until next week because he wants quote unquote to chill this weekend. The shooting happened last Sunday in an apartment. Someone used a high powered assault rifle to shoot two women and three young boys. Well, that's nice. Police said they're still trying to identify the two other suspects. One of them was seen leaving the scene in a Ford Focus and that had been stolen during the carjacking. And it had Indiana license plates. Uh, guess the race of Dominique Stone, who refuses to turn himself in because he needs to chill this weekend. See, uh, the chat room says, a real life Chappelle skit, black. Nah, I'm good, black. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like he could have responded, or nah. right? Hell no, y'all gotta come find me, black. White, says Amber. Best believe he is going to plead the fizz if when he gets there, black. Gary, Indiana resident black trying to see those finals black savage hood wolf black super black the correct answer is and many of you got it right he's black <laughs> I think we had one person miss it i'm sorry amber you gave the shot the shot the shot fought a good fight Some after the buzzer that went in, Gary Indiana resident, black freak Nick veteran trying to see those finals. Black, uh, oh wait, Celestial instead black, super black. Yeah, sadly, the opportunity to meet a white Dominique must wait another day. <laughs> Damn, Dominique, I'm just chilling, man. Can a nigga chill? I <clears throat> oh, was bro, man. <clears throat> yeah, he did. We need you to turn yourself in for this crime. Oh, you know me, just chilling. <laughs> oh my God. Uh church bus chase ends with a tire deflation device. Oh. Uh officers with a handful of law enforcement agencies spent Thursday night in a chase with a church bus allegedly stolen from Fairhaven Baptist Church outside of Charleston uh Chesterton. <laughs> the chase which began around eight PM and never went over the speed limit. <laughs> No, the church buses can't go too fast. You're right. It ended at, at the officer set up a tire deflation device, device on Interstate 94. The driver stopped the bus and was arrested uh, by the police officers on the scene. Stephen M. Clark, 31 years old, <clears throat> 31 years old, faces felony charges of auto theft and fleeing and a misdemeanor charge of driving while suspended. He was transported to Porter County Jail. Witnesses told, a witness told police he was standing guard in the north parking lot while church was in session when he saw one of the church buses slowly leaving the parking lot. As if, <laughs> as if they could quickly leave. Right. Here's the church bus. He started following the bus and confirmed to church officials that no one should have been leaving the ground with the bus. He notified the police and continued to follow the bus until the police apprehended Clark. <clears throat> you,
0: you Probably know, on you know foot. The, right. You know the uh the deacons the only people that allow to drive their buses anyway. So, mm-hmm. you know, deacon, you know a gonna
1: be eighty five year old man, he ain't, he gonna be like, Look, I ain't trying to get no ticket. And it's a nice church. He's got a security guard. Uh Ogden Dune's officer Ed Clamp caught up with the witness and the bus around US twelve. Clap activated his emergency lights and sirens and attempt to stop the bus. Clark clerk allegedly continued and he ignored the police. Um several officers uh from neighboring agencies joined the pursuit.
0: <laughs> this one, and it wasn't even a high speed chase.
1: The chase, uh, the chase went west from at 55 to 60 miles an hour until going over the stop sticks. At the time of the arrest, Clark was identified as a suspect in an earlier auto theft. Uh, Clark told police he fled the area on foot by walking down the railroad tracks that led to the church, uh, where he was able to enter the church grounds, uh, and that's how he stole the. Uh, he was able to obtain the. The keys to the bus from a lockbox at the front of the bus, that was loose. So someone just left the keys in the bus, and that's how he stole it. Right. Anyway, guess the race of Stephen Clark, 31 years old. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe his race is. Um was bus thief. Highway to heaven, Michael Landon. Ha! <laughs> he made it out alive. Jesus was riding shotgun white. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is co-pilot. Paul Walker stunt double, aka his brother White. Security one hundred uh, inch screens buses plural. Mega church White machine gun preacher White. Paul Walker says HC. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, that seems like all the guesses. The correct answer, answer is, is he was wait White stunted driver for the Fast Eight. White stunt driver for that Fast Eight. One whose future is in pimping. I mean, preach it black. The correct answer, uh, white, says Amber. Correct answer is white. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody says black, so... Why this thing won't let me? Uh, oh, there you go. What? Where'd it go? I was trying to put the picture on screen, but uh, it went off my screen for some reason. Let me try it again. Did it again? What the fuck? Come on. Oh, there you go. Thank you, Karen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's him, guys. <laughs> like a damn church bus thief. <laughs> what you trying to do? Start a, a, a choir? <laughs> mm. All right, uh, let's go to the uh, bonus round. Double the points and the race.
3: Double
1: the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and the bonus round. against guess the race. So far, everybody's about two for two. We'll see where uh, what you do in the bonus round. All right, let's let's get to the last one, guys. A group of children at a playground in Green Acres, Florida, oh, Florida, who are all younger than 10, witnessed a couple in the throes of passion. Oh. Mm-hmm. A man and a woman are charged were having sex in a park truck next to a playground Friday afternoon in Green Acres.
0: Ah,
1: ah. Apparently, <laughs> Green Acres is the place to be. Ah, Claire, Green Acres, where you get that ass just uh, before 5 p.m., Green Acres police received a call about the couple, um, who were parked at the, at the park. Uh, officers said that Danielle Stagger and Shane Johnson were arrested in charge of lewd and lascivious exhibition. Police said the counselors and children told them that Stagger and Johnson began removing their clothes while they were outside of their truck <laughs> by a tree. Messed them children. No, It
0: was like, um, Uh, teach you what they taking off their
1: clothes about to learn about the birds and bees and some sex education that day kids (laughs) right? a daycare group 180 feet from the couple was located uh, where they were located were uh, in plain sight of the children police told uh, uh, witnesses told police that Stagger and Johnson continued their activities in the truck but were in clear view of the park gazebo police said both defendants admitted committing lewd acts and the presence of children younger than 16 guess the race of uh what were their names again um danielle stagger and shane johnson they're both the same race arnold the piggy white who's arnold the piggy Mm -hmm. one who will trade in their pickup truck for a trailer white (laughs) pickup for a trailer uh had to put the safeties on the gun rex white (laughs) oh Someone tell Oliver and Lisa to get back on the farm white. Oh, oh, okay. I know what they're talking about. Green Acres references. Y'all, it was, it's always the white people who can't keep it in their pants around the kids, says Lauren. Um, All right. Uh, Trailer Park boy and girl. White exhibitionist. Everybody's going white. White, says Amber. Uh, Well, guess what, everybody? You guys are all correct. White. Um, Where's my clapping?
0: only thing I know about Green Acres is the song. And it goes, Green Acres is the place to be. That's mm-hmm. all I know about that, that Green Acres.
1: But them kids know the song now.
0: Ah, yes, they, they do. They're
1: going to be singing it uh, for quite some time. Uh, all right, man. Last uh, segment. All right. Let's talk about it. Um here's a special brand of sword ratchetness. A suspect arrested in a samurai sword attack. Paul Tucker Roll Allen. Uh-huh. isn't that isn't that where Family Guy is at? Paul Tucker police have oh that's Kohard. Paul Tucker police uh have a suspect in custody after three people were stabbed with a samurai sword late month in the, uh late last month. The incident occurred at an intersection of Barton and Dexter Streets following an altercation at a nightclub. All three victims were treated for injuries at Rhode Island Hospital with one requiring surgery. Detectives launched the investigation and obtained an arrest warrant for Lisi Osorio of Central Falls. Osorio turned himself in uh, over to Central Falls Police and was turned over to Paul Tucker Police. He's 28 and he was arraigned on Tuesday and held on $25,000 bail. So they got, you know, some justice. Finally caught somebody. um, And uh, we'll be back tomorrow, guys. Thank mm-hmm. you so much for listening to the show.
0: And hanging with us.
1: Yeah, we had a great time. Just me and Karen. Um, You know, we don't mind kicking it with you guys. Mm-hmm. Great guesses on Guess the Race. And, um, you know, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Go to com code TBGWT. Until then, I love you.
0: I love you too, baby. bye.